So, how have you guys been? I've been all right. I've been pretty good. I mean, last night I decided I need a new new alias. I don't want to say what my current alias is because I still use <laughs> I still use that Facebook account to shit post, yeah. and I've said a lot of mean things to some people I don't. Like. <laughs> yes, you have. Who yes, I you am. have. But um, I think I'm gonna go with Olong Johnson. Yeah. So I was doing some research on it last night. Olong is a surname. So if somebody asked me like, "Oh, what is Olong?" I don't even remember what oh. ethnicity that's from. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it have to be an ethnic I'm going to make up a story and be like, well, my parents, you know, they were they were backpacking through Indonesia. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. they met this family, the Olongs, and, you know, they just, they love the name so much that they decided to name me Olong. And, yeah. you know, my last name is Johnson, so, you know, my name's Olong Johnson. <laughs> yeah. And people might realize that it's actually that weird cat that's probably actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a Wendigo, I think, honestly. Uh, yeah, I had just, a I had a cat that did that once. It was a Wendigo. You probably should have. He was probably should have so, fucking killed so it. So his name was Poco, which is Spanish for smaller, tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, at his as heaviest, he was about twenty six, twenty seven pounds. Oh my god! Solid muscle. That's a big fucking cat. Like he had <laughs> triceps and delts. <laughs> um, what, what was his one rep, rep max? I don't know, but he uh, he came inside one day and. He runs. He was at the back back porch, so we, we let him in, and he runs over to the food bowl and he starts eating food, and he's purring, just going crazy. And I walk over and I go to I go to pet him, and I'm like, "What's all over his neck?" And he's got blood all over his neck. So I squat down, I look at him, and I'm like trying to move his bloody fur out of the way on his neck, and I can see the corner of his jawbone Ooh. while he's eating. His neck's just wide open. He's he didn't even care. Floor. Didn't even care. He's hungry, and I was just like. So I, I wait. And was food pouring out of the neck hole? Or? It was not. It was not. It was just his fur had been torn back. It's like people that smoke too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, robot yeah. Voice. yeah. So I I yell for my parents. My dad goes outside. Um, my mom's trying to find stuff to like like gauze and everything. So my dad goes outside. And he starts looking around. Like, oh, maybe he got caught on some chicken wire. We had like this uh, this old garage that turned into a barn that had like a chicken coop behind it. It was all condemned and busted up. Behind the edge of the or by the edge of the garage, was a fucking dead raccoon. Oh, freshly killed dead raccoon, with his fur in his fucking paws. So this cat killed a goddamn raccoon, <laughs> and then came inside to eat some friskies like it was a normal work day. Didn't fucking care, but he he eventually died of an enlarged heart that exploded. Probably like a side effect of rabies or whatever. I'm fairly certain that that cat was juicing. <laughs> he may have been. He may have been. <laughs> you told me. Juicing cat. Dude. He was huge. But he, towards the end of his life, um, he started having like these like demonic episodes where he would, <laughs> he would, so you'd hear him walking through the house, whatever. He'd go up to the back, pa- the back door. Pollard, <laughs> 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 he was juicing. <laughs> you mean that's called Roy's Roy's Ranch, yeah. So he'd go to the back door and he would meow and all innocent stuff like, oh, okay, I'm going to let him out. And you go to touch the doorknob and he would jump all the way up and swipe at you and hiss and snarl and sound like that cat. Like just just like a banshee, like a wendigo. And then he, he you would jump back and he would start meowing again like, hey, I, I, I want to still want to go outside. Like he just, he wouldn't understand like he'd black out with these like these blood rages. Mm-hmm. And we let him outside, terrified. We wouldn't see him for four or five days and he'd come back and we'd find dead things all over the place. Like absolute murderer. But yeah, it was probably the road rage that, that got him. Yeah. <laughs> so my, I have a brother down in Texas, and he has a whole bunch of chickens and ducks that always die and kill each other. It's weird. And one of the times... That's one, very weird. Yeah, he, he told me the other day when Texas had that big, like, 
freeze over. Yeah. He lo- he put all the chickens and ducks in uh, a, a room to keep them warm. That was part of his house, and he could put pump some heat in there. They were in there for a few hours. Oh my goodness! Excuse me. And he goes in, and the ducks were pecked to death, and the chickens had eaten their eyes. <laughs> Jesus! What the fuck? Yeah, they just killed the ducks and ate the, their eyes. But that's not even the story I wanted to tell you guys. So the, the chickens did that to ducks. Yeah. So he called me. He was sent in our group chat. Um, this is probably like a year ago. He goes out to his his chicken coop and, and ducks. No, no longer ducks, but and one of his roosters is just gone. Can't find it. So he. He's looking around. He finds like a trail of blood, and he follows it out back to his property, and he finds his rooster, which is dead, and a raccoon that's like on its last legs. And he said it was disemboweled, and it had its intestines hanging out, and it was trying to crawl away, and it had an egg in its mouth. <sighs> and so I, he said that trash I guess, panda till the end. <laughs> I guess roosters will f- roosters will fight to defend the hens in their nest yes. until they die. Yes. And this rooster actually mortally wounded the raccoon. That's wild. And he was telling us about it, and I was like, I would have been so mad. I would have finished that raccoon off like Majin Buu killing Bobby <laughs> in Dragon Ball Z when he finds him <laughs> cut in half. And he's like, Boo, thank you, Bobby <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> I was like, I would have killed that thing with a, with a hammer. Oh. I killed one of my birds like that. I used to have chickens as pets, and they were really cool pets. I never had a rooster, though, so maybe that thing, yeah. maybe roosters would be assholes, but I really liked my They can be. Yeah, they can be. There's pull, one down the street. I'd pull up. I lived in Manchester at the time, right in like central city will sell side and i'd pull up after getting home from work and they'd come running they'd be like neighbors yards away jumping over fences run they'd run right up to me all excited they try to follow me into the house yeah they're so they're so cute yeah. they would just be gone like houses and houses away i'd be driving around like driving home and i'd see them in like the neighbor's yard like three blocks away just pecking on their yeah ter- turn up their front lawn yeah and chickens are awesome man yeah. yeah they always come they always came back yeah there's a bunch no that live far, um like, further into town and i like i'll come back from the dump or something and i'll see them like right, right in the line of the road, just doing their thing, being chickens and just not afraid of traffic or whatever. And and Katie's always like, "Yeah, that's what they do. And they'll come home. They're fine." It's it's weird how like aware they are of their location. Right. You know, I would love to see a death match between a chicken and a cat at this point. I mean, I'm a chicken sure or a rooster. I think I don't think a hen would stand a chance against a cat. But no. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure cockfighting is. Yeah, highly frowned upon, and if you threw a cat in there, there's the most I beloved mean, especially, American, yeah. <laughs> especially in yeah. public parks. But <laughs> we have <laughs> we just we go down to Livingston Park in yeah. Manchester and just set up a big pen. Yeah. And we're just like, all right, guys, there you go. <laughs> we could charge for that, right? Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, we'd get a few rounds in before the cops show up. <laughs> <laughs> we got a. We kind of adopted a stray cat. Um, next door that the last couple of days has been chasing around a big tom turkey like chasing it it's fucking, really... the turkey's huge and his feathers out and everything he's like he's a badass and then he runs across the yard and then a few seconds later he sees this fucking little black cat <laughs> just yeah, suddenly after. he's not a badass anymore. yeah <laughs> yeah so i wanted to go turkey hunting really bad this year but i can't find a barrel long enough for my shotgun and so the company that makes my shotgun has a long barrel for it. Why don't you make it? You're good at that. <laughs> I'm clearly not. And the only way to get the longer barrel is if you buy the shotgun with the longer barrel. So you can pay like $20 more and get both barrels. And I didn't know that at the time. I just... Oh, yeah, yeah. So the only way to get an additional barrel mm-hmm. is to buy a gun with an additional barrel or the barrel that you want. So you can buy it with the short barrel, the long barrel, or, or both. 
So you'd be stupid not to buy it with both. Obviously, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I bought it with just a short one. And there's unless someone wants to just get rid of one of their barrels, there's no other way to do it. I emailed Savage and asked them. And they were like, oh, well, that gun's imported, so there's no way we can reproduce the barrel. Is there anything else I can help you with? Like, oh, yeah, now that you mentioned it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I hate when people like that's such like a Karen <laughs> customer service thing to say when you're clearly complaining and they they know that they're not giving you the answer that you want and they're like is there anything else I can help you with right yeah. I had that I had that moment not too long ago because I was building a retro AR for the Vietnam reenacting thing mm-hmm. and I I deliberately contacted a company that when you looked them up on Google it said that you could take barrel pre-orders because the barrel is like the hardest part to find right and. So I contacted them via email and I was like, hey, it says that, you know, you can pre-order this, but there's no option for me to go on your website and pre-order it. And they literally, I shit you not, send me back an email that says, yeah, we're not taking pre-orders. Thanks. That's all it said? It yep. said like, thanks? Yep. And no. I was like, and then I sent another paragraph and I was like, okay, well, can you tell me when you're supposed to restock it then? Like, and yada, yada, yada. And I went into great detail. Haven't gotten an email back since. Huh. What, what company was this? Um, I can't even remember. It's like TNT something. Yeah. That's, oh. that's really weird. Wow. So what makes a AR-15 barrel like retro? Can't you just put the stupid plastic fore end? Well, no. So it? the, so the barrel, so the modern ARs that we have, <laughs> well, the M16s that we have are a heavy barrel. So the diameter is really thick, but the old Vietnam style had a pencil barrel and it's, it's noticeable when you look at it and compare the two, but it's, it's just a thinner profile. I feel like having the thinner barrels would be better. I'd rather, I don't know about you two, but I always thought those things were heavy and I didn't like carrying them. You mean the, like thinner material or diameter? Either or. It doesn't matter. I mean, I always just thought M16s were heavy. Maybe I'm a little bitch. I don't know, but I no, they're they're heavier than they should be. Yeah, but well, it has to do with the barrel because the 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 pencil neck barrels were really really thin. Yeah, I mean, if we were allowed to use our carrying handle, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> it's not literally, a carry handle. literally called a carrying handle. Don't use it as a carrying handle. What? Why not? No, oh, you can't. No, no. So I just realized something else. Totally, totally backtracking what we were talking before. That's fine. I can't use the alias Olong Johnson because I just compromised my uh, <laughs> secret identity. <laughs> I spent yes, so much time did. last night thinking about funny. <laughs> so I thought that the cat was saying Forlong Johnson, and I was like, "That's hilarious!" And I couldn't find the video. I was like, "There's a cat. It's like going Forlong Johnson." <laughs> and I just did Cat Johnson finally, and I found the video. I was like, "Oh, he's saying oh." Well, I found the South Park clip of them talking yeah. about it, and then finally I found the Olong Johnson, uh, and I was like, "I like Olong even more." Yeah, my name's Olong. Nice to meet you. Now thinking back on that, when you were talking about how it sounded like a Wendigo, remember the time when you were shit faced at your house and oh, you, man, you swore was up and you? down there, that there was, was a wendigo there, <laughs> was was behind was. House. there was a wendigo <laughs> at my girlfriend's apartment i went down there the next day and there was one set of prints that looked to be coyote that weren't there earlier in the day and i know that it wasn't just a dog because there would have been footprints of an owner somewhere else there but the only other footprints were mine why would one coyote be walking around those things travel in packs i scoured that entire huh? area for more footprints and more paw prints. Couldn't find anything. That was one lone Wendigo that yeah. had shape-shifted into I mean, a coyote, and he was trying to get me. I mean, whatever <laughs> you got to tell yourself to help you sleep at night. And the fact that I was shit-faced is irrelevant. I do <laughs> have some of my best work when I'm shit-faced. No, I think, no, I think that that's true. the most important factor. Yeah. Is that you're shit-faced. 
But yeah, no, Olong Johnson's not going to work for me. No. So. Well, you need a new alias. I do, but I can't. We can't discuss it here because no, no, it's just because no, everybody will know. But that's fine. Yeah, just don't say it, say what it is. I know. Yeah. Do you, do you have either of you ever? I know I've told you the story about me using my alias before. Have you guys ever done that in, in like a bar or anything? Yeah, setting? absolutely. It's so that's much that's fun. how yeah, I, I that's I how you. I got mine for work was because of the the <laughs> the persona <laughs> that I had created years ago when a buddy of mine and I used to crash parties, like drive around town looking for where that's parties way were. better than I and then did. we'd go there and we'd have these these personas <clears throat> that we created and we would use them in the parties and we would just we would perfect them based off of questions people asked and it was it was great so yeah. now that uh is in our unit and he's been telling everyone i slept with the old chinese woman and i didn't you're gonna tell the entire internet that you didn't i didn't sleep <laughs> with the chinese woman for the record <laughs> for the record i did not I did not I did have not. sexual relations with that <laughs> old Chinese woman. So I don't know if I ever told you this story. So we no. are we are at the Governor's Twenty shooting competition down at Fort Devens. It was me and three people that you probably never met in Mash. No, he was there. You've met him okay, before. Yeah. And we go to this bar that was like the the bar at like a Hilton hotel or something. And I'm telling them about how I like to use my alias. We'll just for the for for purposes here, we'll we'll say I I, I like the name Olong Johnson. <laughs> Because I still don't want to <laughs> compromise the other identity. <laughs> don't. And so I tell them the whole story. I'm like, yeah, so it's h- hilarious. Anytime I'm talking to someone at a bar or somebody I don't know, I always say, like, oh, my name's Olong Johnson. Nice to meet you. And I'll just make up outlandish stories. And I'll just make up things on the fly like that. And it just sounds believable when you're talking to someone that you've never met before. Mm-hmm. So I finished telling the story. And then this Chinese woman, I remember I asked her how old she was. And she said she was 56. She sits down right next to me. And she's like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? And she just was like, what's your name? And I'm like, my name's Olong Johnson. Nice to meet you. And I said it like 30 seconds after I finished telling them the story. And they all just erupted. In the- <laughs> and I just kept just lying to her. And she's like, so you here with the army? I think she might have been like a, from North Korea or something. I don't know. Like not to sound, you know, insensitive. Well, to- why would they be here South from North Korea, Korea? Probably. I think they like us. Well, she was like. You think? She was yeah, like right? grilling me on. Why I was there, if I was on the base, Fort Devens, where I'm staying, how I'm getting on and off the base. Oh, she was a dependabotomist, that's for sure. No, she said she was there for a golf tournament. She was in Devens, Massachusetts for a golf tournament. Fucking spy would say Yeah, she was totally a spy from North Korea. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I'll go with it. And so then she's like, asks me if I want to come up to her room. And I'm like, no, no, I'm good. And she tells me her room number. She said, well, if you change your mind, come see me later. Totally trying to fuck me. And I'm like, no, it's all right. I'm good. And then the three people I'm there with on my shooting team are like, yeah, dude, you're in. You're good. And she keeps being like, are those your friends? Like, no, I've never met these guys before. I've never met these guys before in my life. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm not gonna... <laughs> and so then they decide that they're going to leave me there. And they get up. They pay my bar tab. And they get up to leave. And the last guy's like, we'll pick you up in the morning, buddy. Don't worry. We'll bring your rifle. No, the rifles were at the range, actually. Never mind. He's like, we'll bring your uniform in the morning. All right, we'll see. We'll, we'll come pick you up. And I had to chase jump up and chase them out the door because they were trying to run and get in the van and drive away and leave me there. Wow. And they were so mad that I didn't do it. They started this rumor and this this malice lie that I had sex with the old Chinese lady and I did not. I did not have sex with that woman. did not have sexual (laughs) relations with her. That's a malice lie that they made up about me. Well, if you had... I would just tell you. I wouldn't care. How would you have got around base and got to the range and that sort of thing? If she was just there for a golf tournament, she wouldn't be able to get past range control. So how would you have got to the range if they brought all your shit there? So there's no way you could have. Well, they were saying they were going to pick me up in the morning. I'd get changed in the van. Oh. And they were going to 
because we were staying. I bet you did. So the range at Devon's, you, there's a different gate to get onto the range, and you, you would leave and drive down the road, and then the barracks entrance where, like, the actual main post is, is a different gate. We weren't on the post at all. We were at, like, the Hilton right across the street. Oh. So. Okay. Excuse me. That's not bad. We weren't even on post at that point. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. Either way, I didn't do it. So it's, it's the end of the story is that I, I chased them down and jumped in the van, and they started texting everybody they knew saying that, I, that they had just dropped me off at some old lady's room. Wow. Yeah, but like 50-something and is like new 20-something there. So I mean, yeah, you could you could say like Cougar You should just own up stuff, to it and then just find a picture of some random hot Asian chick online. Also, I want to preface, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not being racist to just say an Asian woman when she was Chinese. She said she was from China, so that's... She oh, there was, you go. She told me like her whole life story. It was weird. So you're being racist by saying she's a North Korean spy? Well, obviously that... <laughs> A North I Korean we spy bring would racism want, would want me to think that she was from China. <laughs> All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna yeah, leave, no. we're gonna leave the race topic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not going. You, we're not going. We're there. gonna pivot um, now. Yeah, and I just lost my thought. So cool. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, what have you been up to, Forge? Not much. Not much. Actually, I saw a lot of memes. Fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of memes lately about um, toxic masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. And, Those been going around a lot. Yeah. So. It's it's funny. So what what would you say it's a feminine thing to drink lemon water? <laughs> Are you setting me up because you know that I ask for lemon in my water at restaurants or No, like, would you would you think that that makes a man feminine? I mean, would be drinking lemonade be feminine? Yes. That's going to say cuz if you just add sugar it becomes lemonade, but yeah. No, I I wouldn't say that at all. A real man wouldn't drink with sugar. <laughs> <laughs> you just drink the lemons straight up. See, that's the toxic masculinity I'm talking about. It is. Yeah. No, it's fine. If you want to drink something that's delicious. Why do you think... <sighs> so, wait, hang on. No one so, actually really thinks that, right? No, people pe- do. People do. People I, so, really so, do. So, back, back when I was a youngin'. <laughs> back in Nam. And I used to frequent the bars. No, I've been to Nam. I would go there. <laughs> and I would, prove it. I would order, like, blue, blue Hawaiians and that vampires and... Uh, Grateful Dead's and all mm-hmm. the all the most delicious things they have at the bar, and they come in wild colors. Sometimes they come with umbrellas and fruit, whatever. And I get made fun of every time. It's well, like I mean, this drink's girly, dude. This drink's fucking delicious. You can keep your fucking loser IPA, Kyle. Like, I'm gonna drink something that's tasty. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna get wasted. Who cares what the fuck it looks like? It's delicious. Why would you want to suck down fucking motor oil or? Something that tastes like ball sweat because you're a fucking hipster and you can't be man enough to drink something delicious and pink. So all I can think of the entire time you're saying that is the scene from the hot chick when Rob Schneider's like, I'm going to have two pina coladas, <laughs> a sex on the beach, and one slippery nipple. <laughs> Bro, I don't know. I, I, I think that I might be on the, on the train of these people because you're definitely gay. No. I'm not gay. I don't believe you now. I, but but wait. what am I, what about it makes wait. him that way though? <laughs> I just, I don't really. He's asking if it's effeminate to drink girly drinks. Yeah. So called well, girly, girly drinks. drinks. You just jumped into me being gay. Did right. you fucking like stretch before that leap or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't stretch, bro. Good. Yeah. You Stretching telling. <laughs> <laughs> You ever seen a lion limber up before it takes down a gazelle? That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. It doesn't. Check Roger. You ever, <laughs> check Roger. Check Roger. You ever seen a horse like, let me just, uh, before, before the Kentucky Can Derby? We? No, it just goes. Speaking yeah. of horses, 
Do we not have the fucking technology to fix a busted ankle? Why do we? Oh, a horse broke its foot. Oh, it should fucking kill it because we can't fix that. Well, I, I don't. Okay, so let me back up because there's, there's a lot. Yeah, a you're going to put yourself in a hole really quick. <laughs> there's a lot of components to your question that point to no. Because why? one, how much time and research do you think that doctors are going to spend on fixing a horse ankle when they could use that effort on fixing humans? I had sold. I had veterinarians surgery on my shoulder in October, and I still can't lift twenty pounds above my head. If I found out that they were, it's because you drink lemon water. <laughs> if I found out that doctors were like, "Oh, we don't want to know how to fix the angle of a horse," I'd be really pissed off. Well, doctors are doing. The people mechanics are doing what they want with people. Veterinarians and other. Do you see how many fucking studies there are? There, like, why are we paying for this stuff? Why do we need all these studies and research done for things no one asks about? But we don't have the ability to put a fucking horse I, on like a like a little wheelchair or something to support its weight and get it back to, to full strength. Like we can't do that. We're still fucking killing them if they I, break a leg. I think it's insane. Well, they, where are you getting this that they kill horses? That's what they do. No, you never have, heard they get it. You know, a horse breaks its leg, they kill it. Yeah, you never heard that. Because they're like, oh, we can't repair it, and it's just it's too heavy to, to rehab, and, and all. They walk. just fucking kill it. Yeah, you've never heard that. Like, oh, you got to put the horse down and broke its leg. No, it's like a. Thing I think Family Guy is. Well, I mean, I'm pretty retarded, that. so I wouldn't pick up on that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's we're true. not gonna get monetized. You can't say that. <laughs> we're not monetized. Right we're not now. monetized yet. <laughs> well, we're never gonna be. We're never gonna be not able to pay just, for the studio no, now. It's just this video. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. I I wonder the same thing a lot, honestly, about like space exploration. I'm not gonna be one of those people that's like, oh, we shouldn't do it. But at the same time, it's like, how many billions of dollars do we need to spend studying rocks that we're probably never gonna ever go on? Right. We'll right. be dead long before we ever have the technology to inhabit or colonize Mars or leave the solar system like the Voyager shuttle, like or the probe. Yeah. Um, why even do it? Yeah, we'll get there eventually. It was in a couple the, hundred years, the, maybe, the, if we don't go to nuclear war. But. The probe that left the, the solar system it was called Voyager, right? Probably. Pretty sure. It had the, the golden record on it with all the songs. Sure. You have any idea what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> so I think all those things are great, and I love learning about that. I mean, I'm not Neil deGrasse Tyson, obviously, but at the same time, it's like, you know, like, do we really need to spend a billion dollars figuring what's the bottom of the Mariana's Trench? It's not like it's ever going to stop warming. No, we need warming. to take some of that money just for, like, a fiscal year and fix the goddamn pollution problem. Yeah. Stop dumping trash saying. in the ocean, you fucking losers. Where else are we going to put all the trash? Space. <laughs> There's a lot of it because it's called space. Well, now that <laughs> all these test flights we're doing, we're just like, oh, yeah, we're just going to send this shit up in there and see what happens. We have a fucking Tesla <laughs> orbiting Earth. A Tesla. Why don't we have just barges full of trash? Send that shit towards the sun. I'm pretty sure I saw. Push it towards the sun. Don't quote me on this, but I saw yeah, but it. And then you like the sun, like... and then it wouldn't get close, it would disintegrate. Yeah, point. I I don't quote me on this. I I don't know the number exactly. I saw we're going to quote in, you in an argu- in an article. It was like it costs like ten thousand dollars to send one pound of matter into space. It's mind blowingly expensive. So why would what do you mean? How are we going to just fucking send our trash into space? Well, we're doing test flights all the time. Yeah, yeah. we're getting better all the time. But sure, but we're we're sending these things up to test things, and there's we're nothing, not even doing they don't anything. Don't even with have it. a payload. There's nothing. It's just a rocket. Right. So just do that with like a huge like hefty bag on it, and then when it <laughs> when it breaks, it kind of just like slingshots in that direction, and then there's no friction in space, so it just goes forever. 
And just imagine like a space shuttle with a giant hefty bag. I don't think. Yeah. Dragged up Why not? You understand science, <laughs> physics at all? Well, it's all the blue Hawaiians. You can't you just drink. get past <laughs> into space and just be like and just slingshot it like Zap Brannigan. It's not going to work <laughs> like that. Like it's never. It would never leave the gravitational pull of Earth, and it would just add to all the space junk that's just floating around. No, we right get now. it. To, we get it. It's on a little fucking rocket. I think there's a little to, baby rocket on to, it that keeps to going leave, to break the the gravity. to leave orbit. It's going to be a lot harder than that. I think that if we had wanted to actually leave the orbit of Earth, yeah. it would cost even more money, and it would be even harder to do. All that right, so once a year we send all our trash out. <laughs> <laughs> they did that in Futurama. You're just quoting Futurama, <laughs> and it comes back and almost kills them a thousand years later. Because it probably that's because they never... did it wrong. They sent it into space. I'm saying send it into the sun. No. Bro, if you angle it, <laughs> we should send you into the sun. <laughs> no, that would never work. That's a horrible. Well, you know idea. what? It's a better idea than everyone else has. What we need to do is stop burning so many fossil fuels. the the pr- The waste of production isn't nearly as bad as sending the production across the ocean on a giant freighter that just burns crude oil. Yeah. And then they dump it in the ocean anyways. Yeah, they just dump it. Or, or, or Japan just dumping radioactive waste into the ocean. <laughs> Have you read about that? Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, the, 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 the wastewater. Yeah. yeah. The wastewater from the Fukushima plant that they've been lying about for like 10 years now. They've been lying about yes, it. They're pretty they honest have. about no, it. No, they have not been honest. <laughs> Are you Wait. trolling me? <laughs> See, this Maybe. is how we get Godzilla. This is true. This is exactly how we get Godzilla. I'm you know, fine pe- with that. People were I'm all... not. Why? I mean, big monsters are cool. He's right there, bro. <laughs> chibi, chibi Godzilla. See, just a little chibi Godzilla. Yeah, but no. Um, yeah, that's it's really bad. You know, the Soviet Union during the Iron Curtain lied about Chernobyl, but yeah, well, Japan's yeah, no, you know one of the freest countries <laughs> yeah, in the world. Really just, <laughs> that was really bad. Did you watch that on HBO? No, I didn't. It is probably one of the best short series I've ever seen in my entire life. It is really, sh- it's shocking yeah. how brutal it is and how accurate it is. I've watched a lot of like experts react to it and you know like, talk about the historical significance. They they substitute some some people that were there for like a group of people. They make into like one character because they mm-hmm. can't have thirty scientists. Right. You know, portray- you would never be able to build a character like that. But the main scientist that was there not only looks exactly the same as the real I'm pretty sure it's the real guy I don't know he killed himself a year after the Chernobyl incident or like two years or three years but I'm pretty sure they resurrected him and had him play himself because he looks exactly the same he is that is that guy so so HBO brought a 30 year old dead man back to life have you seen what that but I can't send trash into the sun have you seen what that physicist from the Soviet Union looked like no have you seen the HBO series? I haven't. They look exactly the same. In post production, we'll edit two pictures of them side by side, but they looked exactly the sure. same. I can do that. Yeah, like yeah. right there. Yeah, like right here. Put right them, there. Put them right there. Okay, yeah, right here. I'll do that. But yeah, no. It's. It, I swear to God, they they resurrected that guy, brought him back from the dead, and they were like, "Here, now you're gonna just act in the HBO show." And then when he was done, he just like, laid back into his crypt like. <laughs> he could have you know what they, he might have just n- never died because he's radioactive maybe yeah maybe he has superpowers now like 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 that guy from the uh, Marvel 
No, he's from D.C. His name's like Red Star. He was from the Soviet Union. Yeah. From, yeah. yeah. Is that was his name? Red maybe Star? Maybe he could yep. fight Godzilla. Yeah. yeah, maybe that guy could fight Godzilla. <laughs> I don't think so. Do you think Kong or Godzilla's got to win? I think I don't even gonna, know if the movie's out yet. It, is it it's, out? So it's out, and we can watch it on HBO Max for another like week or so. Um, I think what's going to happen is that it's going to... You shut your fucking mouth. Um, You're the only one talking. I think... I think what's going to happen is it's going to end in a draw. Uh, they're going to intertwine some kind of love story into it. Between Godzilla and King Kong? Between humans, because you can't just have a monster movie anymore. You've got to have fucking humans involved. And then well, they're just going to go their separate story ways. about Godzilla and Kong? It just wouldn't work. Well. They're from two different worlds. I mean, they both drink lemon water, obviously. Wow. So I have a feeling I'm you're... for Godzilla. I, for some <laughs> reason, have a feeling you're against interracial marriage just based on that comment. I was a joke. They're from different worlds. They're from the same world. No. no Kong is from Kong the jungle from Skull and Godzilla is from the fucking no, ocean. No, he's from Skull Island. They're, they're both on where planet there's, Where Earth. there's a jungle, right? Did I get that right? There's trees and shit. But he's from Skull Island. Sure, sure. And then Godzilla is from the That's fucking like ocean. That's like saying that someone that was born in Littleton is from the woods. <laughs> That's well, not I mean, untrue. <laughs> <laughs> have you been up there? I have. Yeah, no, you can't. Kong's not going to go underwater with Godzilla. And I don't think Godzilla's going to swing around from trees either. Right. <laughs> so they're from two different worlds, man. So it's not going to work. It's going to be a great fight. It's going to be a great fight, but I wouldn't put them in a relationship. Why not? I just said so. I mean, there's plenty of relationships where people come from two totally different worlds. Yeah, but there's it's like a common ground. I mean, they're fucking up New York City. <laughs> Okay, well, there's the common ground. They both hate New York City. <laughs> I hope that they, they produce this movie with, with as much... Well, it's already out. Produced this movie with, with as much brutality as the boys. Because, like, when those superheroes nice. are fighting, they're just completely just taking people out. And oh, yeah. Like, that, would be, that would be hilarious if, if it's, like, yeah. the old Rampage game where it's like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's actually, like, 2021 and Godzilla punches and misses and just... <laughs> kills you death. see people flying yeah, death people, people just flying Everywhere. like attack on titan <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great that's what i hope for yeah. i haven't i haven't even really looked into it yet i don't know i've just seen the trailer it. for it a couple times here and there mm. i didn't like the last godzilla movie they made no i didn't see it i heard it was terrible and, and I, didn't, I didn't bother watching it yeah well i got really mad because i'm a really big fan of um what's his name walter white from Breaking Bad. Now I'm like, oh, I'm a really big fan, but I uh, can't even remember the actor's name. What's his name? Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Thank you. I'm drawing. <laughs> but yeah. Did you know he directed an episode of The Office? No, I he did. Did he really? He did. We're a work bus. Wow. Yeah. Is that yeah. the one where they pick Creed up on the side of the road? I think so. Yeah, it was in the later seasons. But yeah, so in all the trailers, though, it shows Brian Cranston. He's like, I have a right to know you're hiding something. But he, like, that's his only line in the whole movie. I think. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets eaten by Godzilla. And then there's well, that really bad. Close. Then there was that really bad one with uh, Ferris Bueller, right? Oh, that movie was cool. Matthew Broderick. That was Godzilla. Yeah, right? I like. Oh, oh that oh, one was good. I the '90s Godzilla. Was that one good? Oh, and yeah, they blew up Madison Square Garden. That was like yeah. 2000 Godzilla. Oh, I, that, no, that was '90s. Godzilla. Was it '90s? Mm-hmm. My family. Mm-hmm. It was late '90s. My family like had 98. a VHS tape of that movie that I think we recorded, pirated back in the day. Back, of cable. back when it was cool and didn't cost 15,000 jobs off of cable and it was one of those ones where like you wouldn't download a car would you <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't download a girlfriend 
but it was one of those VHS tapes. All the youngins are going to have no idea what I'm talking about. When you try to hit stop on the VH, v, VCR to, to try to block out the commercials, and then when it's coming back or you're not paying attention, and all of a sudden it'll just cut back in like yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah, you'd the hit movie. Pa- pause the recording, and then you would... Yeah, yeah. so we oh, had yeah. a VHS recording of that of that movie, and we watched it so many times it eventually just stopped working. Yeah. I was very upset. Well, and then I think I we that. just bought the DVD by yep. that point, but yep. I loved that movie. I watched before I was like, I don't know, fucking three or four years old, I had watched Ghostbusters. So many times the v- VHS wore out. I had to, my parents had to buy it again. That was my that was my jam growing up. Wow. So I get it. I hear that. Yeah, that's how I was with the 1987 GI Joe movie. Yeah, 1987 mm-hmm. GI Joe movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I had that thing on VHS and I wore the tape out. The yeah. cardboard's like barely hanging on. I still have it. Yeah. There's yeah. an. Is it like live action? No, it's animated. Yeah. From 1987. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really, bro? They had cartoons back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If that was the confusion. Like Tugboat Willie. Yeah, literally. <laughs> did Walt Disney produce that? No. Oh. If he did, there'd it be a lot more musical numbers. It would have been a lot <laughs> Cobra and uh, G.I. Joe would have had the singing number at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. You know what? I would pay to watch that now. You know what? G.I. Joe the musical? Yeah. Let's get uh, The Rock and Bruce Willis together, and we'll make it happen. Yeah. The Rock can sing like a motherfucker, all right? Yeah, he can. Surprisingly. What can I say except we should get him in there, and just but instead he's just murdering people while he's doing it. <laughs> except you're dead. He's singing like Gaston, but he's killing everyone. It would be amazing. Oh, absolutely. It would be so good. It would be. I don't want to see Bruce Willis sing, though, because like, I like it when he doesn't really have a lot of lines in the movies. It was just like, mm. all right. <laughs> that's it and he's just bald that's, yeah. that's all he has to do he's just bald he's just left handed uh, Mr. Willis we need you to show up just be bald and, <laughs> and ready to just sit there and do absolutely he's too. Nothing. he's too overpaid though we can't have him he has he been in anything big lately? no a lot of direct video stuff that's sad it is yeah I really liked so you don't, do you know why he wasn't in the third Expendables? no so because it was because the first two were really bad the first two were amazing <laughs> If you like campy action films that you can and, predict and the scene for. And if you're a loser. Yeah, if you're a fucking loser that is <laughs> that is entertained by Michael Bay explosions. Yeah. I liked all that. He, uh, they asked him to come back. They're like, hey, we need you to repri- reprise your role of, uh, of church. And he said, okay, I want $4 million. And they said, no. It's only three days of filming. And he said, yeah, I want... I want $4 million. And they said, no, we're going to give you $750,000 per day. And he wanted four. He wanted a million dollars per day. So it was four days of filming. Or a million dollars per day. And they wouldn't. he wouldn't budge on it. So they're like, no, we're just So instead of you. taking over half of that amount, oh, yeah. he took nothing? What did he do? Did instead of taking $3 million for four days of work, he wanted $4 million for four days of work. To just go uh, and be Bruce, bald. if you're watching this, we can't afford you. We yeah. can't afford so. you. Yeah. <laughs> How much do you think he would charge to come be on the podcast? Don't sue me, bro. He'd want to be here for free. He'd pay us, actually. That's true. We have are you, that good. Have you ever um, read about when he was trolling people on the internet? I did not. No. So there is, and this is all true. You can look it up. It's on the internet. It must be true. No, it's there's this video of it, even. <laughs> there was this guy on Wait, the internet. does he met- drink lemon water? <laughs> <laughs> he was 
there was this person arguing with other people on the internet on movie forums, defending every Bruce Willis movie that has ever been produced ever in reality, in, in forever of humanity. Right. Arguing and trolling these people. If any, anyone that said anything bad about Bruce Willis or any of his movies or any of his work. And then finally, these people on these web, on these like movie forums are like, why don't you come to a web chat so we can talk about this? Because like you clearly have a lot of problems with people saying things about, things about bad about Bruce Willis. And it was fucking Bruce Willis. And he joined and it was just Bruce Willis. It's awesome. That he would, he would troll these, these online forums and find people saying bad things about him. And he would just completely troll them. And that's all he would do. So I'm not surprised at all that he would be like, I want $4 million. Yeah. He probably spent that time not being in the Expendables, looking through movie forums, trying to find people talking shit about him. <laughs> well, it's a good thing he didn't go to the Expendables because he would have had a lot more work ahead of him because people would have been like, oh, his performance was so bad. <laughs> the Expendables was fucking shit, dude. It wasn't shit. It was, it was all the action shit. heroes that I grew up with in I, one I, place. No, I agree which, with which, bro, they which agree is going to be okay. which is only going to be as good as you could possibly think it's going to be. They're all in their 60s st- st- How old is Sylvester Stallone? Now like 70? He's in his 70s. Chuck Norris is almost 80 now. I think he is 80. He so was like 75. I, I'm confident yeah. that I don't think Chuck Norris could do anything to overpower <laughs> at this point. I don't know. Unless he was pointing a gun at me when I walked in the room, I give myself a hundred percent chance of survival. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "I'm gonna get you now." Well, Chuck Norris, if you're listening, come, fight come me, on bro. and Let's fight go. him. Yeah. Chuck, if you're watching, <laughs> it's not Walker Texas Ranger Chuck Norris. It's eighty year old Chuck Norris, eighty year old Republican Texas Ranger with a Walker. <laughs> yeah, Walker Texas Ranger. <laughs> but yeah, so, dude. So wait, why didn't they take the opportunity? To make the Expendables like an MCU. And branch off of it? No, like or yeah, having, having Stallone movie. be Rambo. Yeah. Having all of these people compile into the same universe. Yeah. And then mash them together. Because we are not Hollywood directors. What was Bruce Willis's name in... Uh, Sadly. In um, Die Hard? McC- John, John, John McClane. John McClane? Yeah. Yeah, could, he could have been John McClane. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Arnold could have been the Terminator. <laughs> Terminator. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way to do it. Um, Terry Crews could just be fucking ripped and screaming he, no, all the he, time. He reprised his role from White Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the dad from Everyone Hates Chris. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, I didn't like that movie at all, man. No, I mean a lot of people didn't because they try to look at it as like a quality movie, and it's no, it's a fucking, it's a campy '80s action flick remake with the same people that were old in the '80s. With it's only gonna people. be it's only gonna be so good, but it's fun and it's entertaining. Could you imagine being old for somebody's entire life? So like, what I mean by that, like my great great grandmother passed <laughs> like, away, like Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So my my great great grandmother passed away a few years ago, and she was like ninety seven. And I was thinking about it at the time I was like twenty one, and I was like, wow, she was in her seventies when I was. Could you imagine being old someone's entire life? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I only know this person as old. People being born now, people being born that were born, like, during 9-11 or even around those years will only remember these people as being old. Right. They probably don't even remember Conan the Barbarian or any of the Terminator movies where Arnold wasn't old and wrinkly. Yeah. That's really sad. Yeah. What action heroes do they have to look up to now? Um, I don't know, like Miley Cyrus and shit? (laughs) I can't. I can't keep track of... What constitutes entertainment? Keanu, Keanu Reeves, at least. I mean, he's good. Yeah, he's getting old. He is. He is getting old. Baba Yaga. 
<laughs> with the pencil. <laughs> the pencil. So, a funny story, Porch. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time, I think probably him too, that I saw that movie was when we were in Camp McGregor, which yep. is a sub-base of Fort Bliss down okay. in El Paso. But Camp McGregor's just over the border in New Mexico. And our first sergeant at the time, it was right before we went overseas. It was like a few weeks before we hopped on the plane and dropped over the pond. Had a mandatory fun day where we all had to go to the movie theater. And we all had to go sit there and pretend to be happy and like it. And we were all (laughs) super, super butthurt. Like, this is fucking bullshit. I hate mandatory fun days. First Sergeant's a fucking loser. (laughs) And he was. He was a total loser. If you're watching this, Kieran, and you were a fucking loser. (laughs) And... Then John Wick starts, and I'm like, "What is that? what is John Wick? What's going on here?" And then all of a sudden, halfway through, I'm like, "This is the best day of my life. This is this is the, this is the greatest thing that ever could have happened to me. I can't believe I got forced to be here." That's yeah. how we. That's how him and I saw John Wick. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I actually hadn't seen John Wick up until about last year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Have you seen all three of them? No. Just the first one. Uh, I think the second. One. I think. I, I think one. I've only seen the first one. So they're all ridiculous, and they just get compoundingly more ridiculous. Right. But in the third one, there is a whole scene involving Keanu and Halle Berry. Halle Berry has got to be at least 50 by now. And it is the wildest thing I have ever seen in an action movie. Like Like better than Catwoman? Is it like the fight scene? We don't talk about that. (laughs) Is it it like the fight scene from the Justin Timberlake music video for Sexy Back? It's like... (laughs) <laughs> it's like the Expendables in a 15-minute gunfight, <laughs> but with those two and some dogs. Mm. It's wild. Don't tell me his dog dies again. No, they're her dogs. Do, do her dogs? They're, kill they're, her dogs? they're German shepherds that like do are they... fucking wild and vicious and so like are they, are tactical. They... And hold on, are him and Halle Berry friends or not friends? They they're old acquaintances. Oh, okay. He goes he goes to her for help. Oh okay. At one point, she's from his I'll have past. To watch it. It's it's fucking amazing. Every 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 fucking high and tight out there who reviews movies has criticized this one. Like, oh, guns don't work, dogs don't work like that. Ugh. I mean, how would they know? But it's wild. I mean, well, they're, nine, who, they're, who, they're who a hero. So ninety nine percent of the high and tights and who heroes have probably never actually used a service dog, right? Or shot somebody. Right. So what would they right. know? Right. They don't know anything about fucking black ops kind of. Right. Yeah. Anyone that brags about been in combat or they have those stickers on the back of their truck like keep away fucking Operation Enduring Freedom <laughs> Veteran. They're fucking losers British that were probably freedom. driving down a road in Kuwait one time and all of a sudden they're like, Yeah. <laughs> like the people like like ghost like the, the, the ghost hunters from South Park. <laughs> Throws a lighter across the room. <laughs> oh, was that a ghost? Huh? Was that <laughs> Was that ID? Was that ISIS? We should write it up as a cabinet. Yeah. I mean, I have it on good authority that several individuals from the 2010 deployment uh, at night fired into the distance because they felt that they saw muzzle flare. And no one else in the convoy was like, no one heard anything. No one saw anything. You guys just opened fire. And they put in the paperwork and they got cabs. So, I mean. What a fucking joke. But, but I, <laughs> what a joke. So it has happened. But I can't wear the those people with the rocket patch. No. No. Because you're a fucking loser. Because you're a loser. You're and the that... fucking loser that has it on your microphone. <laughs> well, at least I have it. <laughs> <laughs> got you there. You got me there. <laughs> Burn. But yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, they're all fucking losers. They have no idea what they're talking about. They don't. Um, have you seen the videos of Keanu Reeves training for yeah. John Wick? When he yeah. was doing the three-gun shooting? I think that's yeah. what made me actually decide to sit down and watch John yeah, Wick. Yeah, he really put in a lot of effort for that. So, oddly enough, I was thinking about three-gun shooting yesterday because I was thinking about how one day I want to be in the Olympics. <laughs> but obviously this, you know, gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous hunk of <laughs> This uh, gorgeous male specimen... Could compete in any competition of any yeah. summer or winter games, but I think the only thing I could realistically actually ever actually compete in would be shooting. Not even that I'm that good at shooting, but I feel like I could learn to be that good. Sure, right. Because all the people on the U.S. Olympic shooting team all just look like like guys that are just trying to get away from their wife <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> for the weekend, yeah. Right. It's like it's not like you have to learn overnight how to ski. No, I mean, I feel like I could spend a couple... I mean, I could compete even at, like, 40 years old, so it wouldn't really yeah, matter. Right, right. Spend the next 10 years getting good at shooting skeet or shooting, you know, competitively. Boom. Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm an, Nobody's going to question. I'm an Olympian. I'm a professional athlete, bro. Yeah. Have you seen those rifles, though? Like, how they re- they reload and shit? Like, it's... I don't know. No, I know nothing about it. But you have, like, 10 yeah. years to learn, so... I'm yeah. not kidding. I mean, I've... So, I watched... when, they, when they fire, there's, like, zero recoil... And then they, they, it's like bolt action, but they do it with their thumb, and it's like... There's no recoil, because they're all shooting twenty two long rifle, I think. Right, but it's 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 interesting. It's an interesting mechanism. I've, I've seen them shooting competition for pistol, and they're all shooting twenty two, and they have those guns that have the massive grips that's contoured to the to the, to their hands. Yeah, the like competition built. guns yeah. that never sell at gun stores. And they're just like, <laughs> eh, and they go up, and they just go bang, 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 and then they go back down, and then it shows their score and stuff. Yeah. So I've seen that, and that looked really, really hard. But I feel like I, I could get good enough. I could do. I'm it. sure I, I could be. I could be an, a professional athlete. I could represent my country. Do you wait, Olympia? I'm gonna be. Olympia. I believe in you. Yeah. Why not? Your whole life ahead of you. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You get ten years. <laughs> <laughs> in ten years. All right. Did you know that uh, um, Winston Churchill was in the uh, Olympics for shooting? I didn't. Yeah. So he was in the Olympics for shooting, and he was one point away from getting a bronze medal representing uh, the United Kingdom and he wanted to use a 38 special revolver while everyone used 22 competition pistols and according to the judges he missed his target entirely <laughs> if he hadn't hit it at all <laughs> no and like he hit it a lot of good spots he had a lot of good points but the last one round wasn't on paper and they were saying he missed entirely which is, would be unheard of for an Olympian shooter and if he had hit the paper at all he would have gotten a bronze medal and him and a bunch of other people contested that one round must have gone through the same hole as all the other bullets because that's the only logical explanation other than just missing entirely. And right. Yeah, so Winston Churchill was actually almost a bronze medal Olympian for shooting. Oh, no shit. Right, why didn't he fight in the war? Because he, he was, was... Wasn't he, like, because, running it? No, because he was old as fuck, and people that are old <laughs> as fuck can't be action heroes or fighting wars. Well, have like, you seen the, Expendables? Expendables. <laughs> no, you can't do that. You can you just need a little bit of CGI. <laughs> just CGI out the wrinkles. It's fine. <laughs> That's all. Michael Bay, if you're watching this. Well, also, Stallone we has been juicing since he was born. So, <laughs> like the, yeah. No, it's just like he's, he's not, he doesn't take steroids. He takes like fucking Bro. horse DNA or something. <laughs> Bro. Wild. S- Sylvester Stallone is on more steroids than your cat. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's true. No, he got busted at an airport with like fucking horse blood or something some something <laughs> absurd and that's what he he had a whole bunch of like vials and, and other crazy shit that he would and hollywood isn't a cult no 
Are you fucking with me? No. He injected horse blood. In it him. was some something like that. It was something absurd. And you're just like, he puts that in his body, and he's just like, yeah. So, so I Adrian. Adrian, get my Still horse blood. Still on if you're watching, don't sue me. I'm fairly <laughs> certain he had a stroke about 40 years ago, and the doctors haven't diagnosed it yet. <laughs> when he came out at birth. He was born with a stroke. Have yeah, you seen that that, out. that little clip on Family Guy? When, <laughs> no, when... I don't see him just drinking lemon water. <laughs> well, he couldn't drink the lemon water because it just leaked out of his mouth on the other side anyway when he's going... Sylvester Stallone, if you're watching this, please don't sue us. <laughs> Everything we say should be taken as joke and should not be taken as fact by anyone that's watching this. Yeah. Whatever, unless, so, unless whatever South Park says at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> unless you're Chuck Norris, then... Yeah, if you're Chuck Norris... Ian, Ian wants to fight you. Come on, I want a PC. <laughs> Everyone watching this is going to be making Chuck, jo- Chuck Norris jokes, but, like, dude, he's, like, 80 years old. Yeah, but he's not Joe Biden Google old. Google how fucking... He is Joe Biden old. <laughs> no, but he's not, like, decrepit like that piece of shit. You don't know that. No, I do. It's Chuck Norris. When was the last time you saw Chuck Norris give a he public hasn't speech aged or try to climb stairs? He hasn't Well, have aged you seen him on the workout, workout videos? Yeah. Like the what, ads on TV? I, no, but I go to physical therapy twice a week and I see old people step up and down off of the... Okay. St- no, he's 81. He's 81 <laughs> years old. He, wow. When was he born? 1940. 1940. When, he the, was, when uh, the Nazis were He doing was that. alive when Hitler was alive. <laughs> Think yeah. about that. Yeah. And he looks great. Look at that, man. I wonder why Hitler killed himself. When, when did Harriet Tubman die? Google that. <laughs> when did Harriet Tubman die? There we go. Whoops. There we go. Stupid. Um, 1913. Okay, never mind. I was going to say. bit far-reaching. Actually, no, no, no speak, it's not. Speaking of being born and dying. It's only dying, 27 years. What's crazy is is the state of health that the queen is in right now. Yeah. I know. And Betty White is older than her. Betty White's older than sliced bread. Yep. Yeah. And she's like still like doing great. Yeah. Yeah. She's a lizard person. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard those alleged rumors that Putin thinks she's a lizard person. Or <laughs> I think that's something that just some tinfoil hat Alex Jones motherfucker came up with. Probably. Probably. Can we get Betty White on the show? I mean, I don't think Pollard is a registered nurse, but <laughs> or a doctor. But I'm assuming she's probably on hospice by now because she's old as fuck. No, no. You think when someone hits a certain age, they're they're like out? No. Well, how old is? How old is she? Like 100? She's 90 she's, something. Yeah. She's almost 100. Like 98, I think. 90, yeah. Let's, let's go to the tape. 99? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So next January. January, bro. She turns 100. I did not yeah. realize. I did not realize she was that old. She still does voiceover work. That's Google good. Betty White Young. I want to... I only know her as an old lady because she's been old my whole life. Her young is like... There you go. Whoa, she's a babe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. you know who she looks like? <laughs> oh, she... <laughs> lady Dimitrescu. <laughs> Make her seven feet tall. Yeah. yeah. Make her seven feet tall. Give her some mommy milkers, dude. Yeah. Boom. Our new Resident Evil antagonist. Yeah. I mean, this is her on her 97th birthday. I'm but pretty sure... She's still pretty lively. I mean, maybe Betty White is a real vampire. She's a, she's a sucky... If she was a real, vamp- real vampire, why would she choose to look old? She's a sucky person. To blend in with everybody else. To blend in. Maybe she's getting tired of the game. She's she's waiting until that period of time where people like us die off and people stop learning about her. So and then she can just 
come back as being young again. I think I think I think it's more that she she painted herself into a corner and and has to age along with us because she has so much fame now. Right. She can't just disappear into the background. Unless she fakes her death. Which I mean all she would have to do is just like stop answering the phone for a few days and everyone would assume <laughs> she's dead. Either that or it's like it's going to pop up on national news that she just went missing. Yeah. Could you imagine that mystery? All of a sudden Betty White was gone and no one could ever find her. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever looked up some of the mysteries of people that have gone missing and never been found? Have you seen that comparison of all the, the missing persons overlaid with the uh, cave structures in the U.S.? No. It's pretty fucked up. What's that? There, it's a someone put together a map, and it's missing person cases versus the cave system in America. I know what you're talking about. There's a cave system in America. Actually? Oh yeah, out in the Appalachians and all over the fucking place. What do, you, what do you mean? Have you not seen the movie The Descent? No. Oh, Katie fucking hates that movie. Does she really? She hates it. I she's, love that. She's movie. terrified of it. So it's stuff like this, like missing persons, cave system. What the fuck? Like how many people are just missing because they went somewhere stupid and died and no one ever found them? Or there was I mean, like cave people. That ate them. I don't just cause, I mean, you could Hills has have eyes it, but I think people may just have gotten stuck. I mean, coincidences I aren't always causations. I mean, that also could probably be overlaid with population density and it would probably look the same as the caves. Um, um, maybe not, not in that big like Appalachian Trail area. I think this a lot is, of people live along the Appalachian Trail, like though. that, like that West Virginia, yeah, this stretch seems a little area. Country roads, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Have you guys read about the uh, the smiley face killer killers? No, no, but yeah, you should tell that story. Have you ever you you've seriously never heard of them? No. So they're. I mean, I know the movie that's like smiley or whatever. No, that's I don't even think that's related to this, but there's um these two detectives from New York City that first discovered it and brought it to the limelight. Um there are a shockingly large amount of similar cases that all involve college-aged men going missing in waterway towns. So like any town that's on a river or on the ocean or mm-hmm. on a large body of water of any sort they go missing and they're gone. So they'll be out at a bar with their friends. They're always out drinking with their friends and inexplicably they disappear. And then through the investigation, they'll find that they just randomly just got up and walked away, left their friends at the bar and they just start walking in some random direction that has nothing to do with them. They have no reason to be around that part of town. And then they'll eventually lose sight of them in the footage from like CCTV cameras. And they always, always, always find them washed up in the water. And then, most of the time until these detectives discovered what was going on and mm-hmm. brought it, made the, you know, brought the case that it could be people murdering them, they just would rule this accidental death, like people wandering away drunk and falling into the water. Right. And a lot of these cases that have been now originally ruled as accidental death and now have been changed to homicide, they have been able to prove through pathology that these people were actually alive well, way longer than what they actually originally had theorized. So if they had been floating in the water or in the water at any time, because they would have had to have been in the water from the time that they went missing until they were found. Like, in most cases, right. it's around 30 days. And pathology can usually determine that they were in the water for, like, one or two days. So they were alive that whole time, and they were only usually dead for, like, a few days. 
hmm. and they always find up find them washed up in the water and why the the name smiley face killers comes from like i think like 75 percent of the people that they found they found smiley faces spray painted on the pillars of the bridges or on the structures of where they theorize that they must have entered the water to for the trajectory of the body to wind up where it was hmm. very bizarre that's really weird. It's very yeah. bizarre. Like it's it's pretty compelling when you look it up. Well, there's that that one guy that they got on camera, right? Yeah, they have. There's a few documentaries. One kid, he went Mich. I think he was in. I don't remember what city, but he was in Michigan, and he the same thing. He was just gone, and then his family were fighting and fighting with police to say like, no, he didn't just jump in the water, and they actually were able to find like, um larvae under his skin so like flies were laying eggs on him so they determined like so the original police theory was he jumped into lake michigan and then it froze over and then it thawed and his body washed downstream where they eventually found it that would have been impossible to have larvae in his skin if he was under the if he was in the frozen lake it's impossible so he was clearly alive somewhere else for a significant amount of time and then murdered and then his body was in a warmer climate where insects could have found him because they found insect larvae on his skin or in his body somewhere hmm. so they were th- now the theory is that he was kept alive in some sort of like dirt floor basement or something and yeah it's, it's fucked up it's really fucked up it's like yeah. my basement <clears throat> your yeah. basement's a dirt floor yeah wow. is it really mm-hmm. bro you know it's 2021 right is it i've never seen a dirt floor basement is it really? no yeah oh really? i used to live in one that's biz- yeah was it just bugs down there all the time yeah it's disgusting yeah, it's gross. We don't we don't use it for anything. Clearly, do bugs like try to come up to the door? <laughs> <laughs> like, do they crawl up the stairs? Like, 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 do they walk up and knock on the door and be like, "Hello, governor? Can yeah, I, like, can I come in? Can I come in?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I'm sitting there doing dishes, and I'm like, "No, go away, stupid Fuck bugs." It. Where's bug? Don't buy a house with a dirt floor, guys. You got to deal with the bugs. <laughs> Always coming to ask you for shit. No, I meant like, do they try to find water and crawl up to like? No, they no. don't do the, that. The worst thing that we've had in my house is is mice. I've never had to deal with any of that. Like, ants will bore used to bore up into my childhood home through the few holes in the foundation. My dad mm-hmm. had filled it with caulking like several times, and they just would keep boring through it. I was there earlier today. And him and I had filled it with like two tubes of caulking and then painted over with concrete paint, like three coats, ant mound on it. I don't know how they fucking do it. Yeah. Wow. They're crazy. Yeah. But no, um, I never had to deal with mice or bugs or anything like that growing up. I just got no, mice are, mice are obnoxious. Yeah. They really are. Because I was struggling for like, I don't know, a good week to get most of them. And then I found a little trick. But what is that? So apparently, I haven't tried it yet. But my house has been pretty quiet for the last, like, three, four weeks, so I'm not really bothering. But when we get evidence of another one being in the house, because I think they come, like, one at a time. Yeah. But there's a little trick, apparently, that you can use where you take a five-gallon bucket. Now, if you like animals, just shut it off now. Oh, is it the rolling log? No. Okay, so finish your story. I got something really cool. So you take a five-gallon bucket, and you fill, you put in a gallon of antifreeze. And then you add like another gallon of water or whatever. And then you build a ramp yep. to go from the floor or wherever you put it up to the bucket. Because the antifreeze is really sweet. Yeah. Like you, it smells like candy. Yeah. And you can smell it. Yeah. We've done that. I haven't personally. But so they'll just run right up yeah. and fall in. I've seen it down with chipmunks. So there's this YouTube channel I found a few, I found a few years ago that 
I'm addicted to. It's called Mousetrap Mondays. And it's this guy that all he does on Monday of every week, he uploads a video of him using a different type of mousetrap. You would think how... He'd run out of ideas at some point? (laughs) Nope. There is (laughs) literally a million different ways people have thought of to kill mice. And even his viewers will design things, 3D print them, and mail them to him. He'll be like, today's mousetrap comes from so-and-so. And he'll have like this bizarre contraption that will <laughs> kill the shit out of the mice. Wow. And the most effective one he ever used, there's two that were really cool. One of them is a, a, a you, same thing, five-gallon bucket with a ramp, and you take a, uh, like a dowel, mm-hmm. excuse me, and um, you bore out the center and put like just like a metal rod through it so it will spin, and you put peanut butter in the center, center of it, and you put a ramp on both sides so they try to crawl up to get the peanut butter, and then the thing and will just... And they just fall right in the bucket. Wow. The other one was that one's you smart. fill it up, a, a five-gallon bucket of, of water, like halfway or whatever, and then you take this like like styrofoam or something, anything that will float on the top of the water, and you make it like th- like two inches thick, and then you put like seeds or bait on the center of it. So they go up and they like try to step on a little bit. And they're like, okay. And then they walk and, just, and they're just gone. <laughs> it's like an Indiana Jones trap. Yeah, literally. It's like, <laughs> I think it, it's called the rolling log mousetrap and then the quicksand mousetrap or something. But wow. yeah, he's got a lot of really cool videos. Could you could you imagine just putting a hidden cam and watching that? And then a mouse comes out of the cupboard with like a fedora <laughs> and like a little satchel. <laughs> and you're like, you little I'm, bastard. That's how you get it. Imagine if somebody made a trap like that for like Pollard. <laughs> he's just walking through his house and all of a sudden and there's he just just a sees like a bottle yeah a big pile of ranches oh and just walks over like, dude, 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 dude. <laughs> and he just goes <laughs> just drowns <laughs> so yeah it would definitely work I'm glad that me drowning in my own home <laughs> is funny to you <laughs> I mean that <laughs> now, now what is there a fucking pool in my kitchen now that yeah. I just never noticed? <laughs> yeah, now you're gonna I go didn't... on vacation and Porch and I are gonna come here and just fucking <laughs> saw it all out. Your huge circle in your uh, your kitchen, and we're gonna no. We'll a, walk a in and he'll be face down. Fuck, it actually worked. Uh, uh, like, um, was it? Have you seen Beer Fest? Yeah, when he's drinking. Yeah, the when beer. he's drinking the beer. <laughs> It was ranch. You could yeah. do it. <laughs> just tough it out. But uh, oh yeah, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. If if you fell for a trap that had a big, disgusting, I'd be retarded. Ranch <laughs> <laughs> over a pool of water, and you tried to walk to drink the ranch or whatever. You just eat it with your hands like an animal, and then you <laughs> fell in the water and drowned trying to get the ranch. I would laugh my ass off. I wouldn't yeah. feel bad for you at all. Yeah. If it wasn't me dying, I would laugh watching that too. <laughs> You're just drowning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to get to the ranch. <laughs> you probably would. I mean, I mean, if it was a case of Trulies, <laughs> I would probably do this. I'd fall for it too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. That guy's got some really really interesting videos of these like very intricate mouse mouse traps that you'd think to yourself like this is never going to work and then they always work they always do they there always isn't one that just is a complete failure i mean a couple but like the the really intricate ones they usually always work yeah and he films them with a uh, like a trail cam yep. so they're in night vision yep and he can't upload them dying to youtube or anything but he uploads them to his website and some of them are pretty brutal yeah one of them it's meant for gophers so it's this trap that has this like 
spherical tube and it has a trigger that's like a large rod with a plate on it where you put the the bait on that. Yeah. So when they pull it in, it activates the trap. The trap is just like a nine millimeter blank pointed right at the thing's <laughs> fucking head. So they, you take a, you find a gopher hole and you're like, oh yeah, like just you just put it in there and bury the mount around it. As it tries to go up, it goes up and either just pushes the uh, the trap or it just gets the bait and then just goes, <laughs> just blows its brains out. And he tried it with a uh, he tried it with a mouse and did the same thing. Yeah, he has a video of him using that too. The one with the gun, <laughs> really? Yeah, the one with the gun. He uses that. So that's. So this is a real patent design. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother-in-law had, he just bought a house last year and they were having mice problems for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And he had a camera set up and he got all of the mice. He was killing them with like a shovel and, and random shit here and there. And he tried, he brought people in and they, they used every trap they had and just like exterminators ripped them off. But he finally got the last one, which used to, it found it's his camera and it used to like, like take a bath in front of it. It used to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so he eventually killed it finally and now his house is, is super quiet um but i got him that for his birthday so i was like this is like the next step was this actual patent design i love it from 1882 but yeah i mean it, it's not yeah surprising. i mean back in the day when everything was solved there was God. a there was a big push back back in this year um to find the newest like mousetrap design and they had some wild things but this one was just like very straightforward hmm. like yeah grab this fucking piece of cheese right here and the trigger's gonna slam and then you're gonzo so well the problem with that one is it doesn't automatically reset a lot of the ones that he, you can kill one mouse with that and you gotta go cock the hammer back probably yeah but a lot of the traps that this guy shows they reset they reset. like the rolling log it it just will, like he, he showed yeah. one the other day that the mouse crawling to its death <laughs> so it resets the trap so it's like they go in and they press down the plate, shuts the door behind them. They have no way to go other than to continue up this thing. And as it goes through the next one, is, it resets the I trap. feel like this is the plot to Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then a boulder the comes out and starts rolling down yeah. behind the mouse. He gets up into the main room and there's just like a, a, a pool of quicksand with ranch in the center. He's like... <laughs> uh, and he's got to like... <laughs> <laughs> Now we got to make a parody of Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's just you. It's just you. Instead of a whip, you got a PT belt. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of wild stuff that. Yeah. A lot of wild stuff that you don't know about until you. Never would think that watching videos of mice just getting murdered would be entertaining, but it's so, so entertaining <laughs> to watch. It's, so it's unbelievable. Yeah, I've watched it for hours before, just drunk, just watching Mousetrap Mondays. <laughs> I can see that. It's it's ama- it's it's so fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I can I can be, see how the, it. The engineering portion should be fascinating. The, the mice the, dying, yeah, the death especially isn't. brutally. They're a fucking mouse. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I mean, they they reproduce like rabbits, but they're it's a mouse. Like the the method of of death shouldn't be that extravagant. So there's just one that this one trap. That's, like how resilient are they? <laughs> they're pretty resilient. You'd be surprised. Well, a lot of things where, like, he'll be like, all right, so t- today for Master of Money, he shows, like, what a lot of them have, like, the lever that come down and get him. He'll just put his finger right in. And I always thought it would, like, be, like, in Tom and Jerry or in his <laughs> finger. And, like, oh! <laughs> and he just does it, and it's like, and I'm like, oh, that's not going to kill a mouse. And they chose it, and this thing just goes, and it's just 
Dunzo. And I'm like, ah, oh, this thing is not not does not have a very strong skeletal frame at all. But one of the traps that was very interesting that someone for, designed for him, it was all 3D printed. And it had like 10 different tunnels in it. And there was levers on the within each tunnel that had a noose inside each one that was spring-loaded with a rubber band. So it wanted to shoot up and pull the noose. And you just loop a string through it that you coated with peanut butter and tie it down so that the string's holding the noose down like this. And then it wants to get pulled up by the rubber band that's on the other side of the lever. And then as the, the mouse has to walk through the noose and then it eats away at the little string, the rubber band goes and just hangs the thing right there and it just dies instantly. And he has a video of 10 mice just lined up like one after the other, just walking up like, oh, this guy's dead. Oh, what was he looking at? Oh, shit. <laughs> and <it> just dies. <laughs> Ten of them. Wow. Maybe not ten, but it was a, it was more than one. It was, wow. It was a few. Yeah, they're brutal. I mean, he should I'm probably not just call an for the unnecessary death of anything. I don't like to see anything die for no reason. But if I had a bunch of mice in my house, I'd kill them ruthlessly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even think about it at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I do it. I set traps all over the place. Like the biggest one that I use is one that my dad taught me. It's like the Walmart traps, yeah. the Vicon ones with a little fake slab of cheese on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a fake slab of. It's like a fishing lure. Yeah, and it, it doesn't. It doesn't work. Well, I, I was gonna say mice don't inherently gimmick. know what cheese is when they're right. born. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's also kind of judgmental to think that all mice like cheese. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that all mice like anything that's edible. <laughs> basically, <laughs> <laughs> but you basically take the 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 cheese piece and you cut a little piece of slim jim off. And you sew it to the cheese, like with a thread and needle, and you just sew it through the holes. Interesting. Yeah. So, and then that way, when you set the trap and it's sitting there, they go for the Slim Jim, but they're too fucking stupid to see the string and the fact that it's cinched down to it. So, they yank on it, and then it sets off the trap. Huh. Because I'll tell you right now, slabbing peanut butter on it doesn't work. Yeah. Like that's something maybe, that you see in a cartoon. Like that maybe doesn't using like almond butter or some fucking loser thing like that. Do I drink lemon water? No. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard about the MythBusters experiment with mice? No. So there used to be this. Do o- tell. There used to be this old <laughs> saying of there is more nutritional value in the box that sugary cereal came in than the cereal itself. <laughs> so that's how I was raised. So I can see that. <laughs> so MythBusters wanted <laughs> to test that. So they, so they took a test. They took three groups of mice. They had the test group, which was fed mice food. And then they had two other groups that were fed nothing but <laughs> cereal box cardboard <laughs> and then cereal. And then they were weighing each mouse to determine its net, its body weight to determine how much nutri- nutri- nutritional value it was getting from all of the, the three groups it had. And by like day five of the experiment, they came in to, t- to test the, the cardboard mice, and there was only one mouse left in the box. <laughs> it, it cannibalized all the other mice and ate them. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and they couldn't put it in the episode because the producers of the Discovery Channel were like, that's way too brutal. But you can look up like Adam Savage talking about it. And he's yeah. like, yeah. And we came in, and there was – we left with like five really sad, hungry mice. <laughs> and we came in, and there was one really fat, happy mouse. Yeah, they'll do that. <laughs> Ate all the other mice. Yeah. I've heard about people doing that. Or something. You're dying over there. That's like you. <laughs> if that door got jammed right now, we'd be fucked. Yeah. We'd have a few days to figure it out. You'd eat the ranch. 
he could survive on that for at least two days. <laughs> no, more like two hours. And we yeah. got the Trulies, too. There's calories in those. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We can make that, it work. That is true. The Trulies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to hit sad trombone. <laughs> But yeah, it's we've been talking about mice for like twenty minutes now. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Just about. Yeah. There's a lot you can do with a mouse, <laughs> as we just found out. <laughs> You're a sick fuck. <laughs> so when you kill the mice, do you at least like feed them to another animal so the way they? Nope, right in the trash can. <laughs> See, Mousetrap Mondays, they always feed him to <laughs> wild animals. And he, then he'll record, like, let's see what critters show up to, you know, and it'll always be a raccoon. He'll show up and he'll be like, <laughs> he'll pick it up with his hands and he'll walk outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like a raccoon or something, or a skunk. A skunks eat them a lot, too. So this guy, does he, like, has he ever <laughs> kissed a girl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming so because he has his kid. He has his daughter in one video where they're eating a huge swamp rat. <laughs> what? <laughs> where is this guy from? I don't know. The daughter's eating a huge swamp rat. Yeah, he catches a huge swamp. Is she rat. the trap? No. Oh, she's a little girl. Well, I don't know if you just let her out into the yard and then she finds a swamp rat and she's just like. <laughs> Was she raised by animals? Did he find her in the woods? No. So he catches a giant swamp rat and then cooks it and feeds it to her. Does she know? Yeah. He has a whole video on on that, too. They're called Neutrina. That's not justifying anything. I wouldn't... You could fucking kids will eat anything. Just tell them it's <laughs> tell them it's fucking chicken tendies. Kids will eat anything. She has no idea. But the, yeah, these giant swamp rats are like this big, and it looks like a chicken carcass. And he when he cooks it, and it actually looks pretty good. I mean, I would have tried it. I mean, yeah, they all looks like meat when you. So he explains the whole thing, history of it that like the, people thought it was going to be like the next like mink for like fur, mm-hmm. and all these farmers imported all of these. They're called neutrina. They're like similar to mink. They're like rodents like that. And eventually, no, the market was oversaturated, and people were just like, "Fuck it," and just let them let them loose in like Louisiana and those southern states where this happened. They're like extremely um, destructive to the ecosystem there because they're all invasive species and they destroy waterways. So people humans just go are out there so and, bad at all problems. People just go out there <laughs> and, and kill first them. we can't launch trash into space, <laughs> and then we're creating Godzilla, and now we we're feeding rats things. to kids, Walk. right? <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure he's. I'm pretty sure he's kissed a girl before. Yeah, yeah. I keep backing too far away from my mic, and I can hear like start to fade out like yeah. that, and I get closer. So I'm hoping that when we produce this in post production, it sounds a lot better. That'll be fine for me because I keep yeah. backing away too much. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, that, you're you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. We're at like an hour and fifteen minutes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Check wow. Raj. Check Raj. Check Raj. Oh wow. 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 <laughs> You don't worry about ants that you step on. <laughs> You're a monster. I want everything to do with you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so. I'm glad that in the last episode you burped in my face. 
you because like that? I've been burping something fucking fierce this whole time. <laughs> I'm assuming that you're both just being polite, and not saying anything, because I'm. No, I'm not. I haven't smelled anything. Really, because it's bothering me. I don't really have that, smell. It's bad. I really don't have a sense of smell. Well, the problem was when because you, <laughs> you got COVID from last drill. <laughs> No, I got all fucked up in Kuwait with like burn pits and stuff, and my sinuses have been failing, and my sense of smell is almost gone. Did you get not service connected? No, it's not. Not service connected. They don't even look at it. Zero percent. <laughs> <laughs> I work for the VA. <laughs> <laughs> when I get out, they're gonna be like, Shh, "You you ripped your bicep tendon off of your arm while you're on an obstacle course at AT." Not service connected. <laughs> Fuck the VA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're a bunch of fucking losers. It's, it's unbelievable that the VA employs people to help you essentially sue the VA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if an organization is bad they're when they're so there bad. to give you disability benefits for fucking you. And the process is so fucking convoluted to get your benefits. They're like, guys, this is so convoluted. We need to employ people to help us, to, to, to help people figure out how to sue us. It's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. The VA giving veterans a second chance to die for their country. Yeah. I got, I got the fucking... When my dad got cancer, I called the VA like, hey, my dad's got cancer. What do I do? And they're like, oh, I guess he's going to die. That sucks. And they, I couldn't even figure out how to get him anything. And they were like, oh, that's unfortunate. It's too bad. Yeah. Never called me back. No. Wow. Yeah. No, nothing. There's a guy I worked with whose brother uh, was was literally falling apart. Like they're starting to amputate parts of him. Uh, heart heart attacks, strokes, fucking brain stuff, nervous system stuff. Like sounds like he might have been exposed to like um, Agent Orange. I was gonna say asbestos. heavily, heavily Agent Orange. So hold on, they can do that. Now I'm starting to side with you because they can do that, but they can't just let a horse live. <laughs> <laughs> Like let's take this let's take this guy that served our country He's and then just hack him up. Falling apart for serving in the Vietnam War, and his body every every single fucking doctor he meets says this is one hundred percent the fault of exposure to Agent Orange, and the VA <clears throat> says not service connected. Zero percent. They won't cover anything. They won't help. Oh, because the people working he's, at the VA honestly, right he's now probably dead at this point. He was dying years ago when I had learned about this. Who, who was this guy? It was a, a guy I worked with, his brother. Um, okay. And it just and the VA was like, no, you can't prove that it was Agent Orange. He's like, ah, uh, are you kidding? Here's all of my military records. Here's all these medical things I did. Here's all this these notes from doctors. And there's like, so what, what else you got, man? What Go did, fish. What did Agent Orange do exactly? I mean, I know it's caused. It was a horrible carcinogen yeah, for was, all the. It was a defoliant. It was a defoliant. Foliant. What is that? So it, it basically like not an killed ex, plant not an life. Exfoliant. No, it killed a plant. Defoliant. It yeah. killed plant life. Yeah. So it would. It basically it it. It's weird. It it just killed the uh, the environment. So like it would it would just defoliate yeah. the area. And that had repercussions on... What? So the U.S. government's like, hey, we found this yeah, poison this, this, this that poison kills that all kills... living things. Yeah. Yeah. Dump it. Send it. Dump Send it. it. YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> oh, my God. People are so stupid. Like when DDT was around, that, that horrible pesticide that killed all bugs and birds and everything else, but allegedly didn't hurt humans. 
Nothing, nothing alive can be killed by just like one thing and not by the other. It's all just like the ma ma amount of doses. I'm sure if I inhaled enough fucking wasp spray, it would kill me too. Right. And then the government, the government's like, oh, let's just fucking send it. Yeah. Kills plants. Oh. What's, what's even too? funny about that? It was it was created by Dow Chemical, and if you look up Dow Chemical, they created a whole bunch of stuff, just like standard stuff like Ziploc bags. Yeah, I can see that. Just household items. Well, I mean, Pfizer created Viagra and the cure for COVID. So <laughs> interesting. They did. Didn't know that. So, yeah. do you mean that if I get vaccinated, it can also fix my ED? I mean, I don't have it, but not so I'm speaking to I mean, if, other people if, that if you get the vaccinated, there's a good chance you could then develop ED. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't know yet. That's not to say people shouldn't get vaccinated. Get get your shot. Or don't. <laughs> get your shot. Entirely up to you. I've had two shots of Moderna. I'm not dead. <laughs> yet. I've seen that factory, and it's gross, so I'm surprised <laughs> you're still walking. <laughs> what factory? The Moderna factory. Well, I mean, I think any factory is probably gross. Where, no. they, where they make all the medical stuff? No, you would think that they're it's really, gross. really, really fucking clean and like... Well, I mean, it's also in Massachusetts. Oof. I, yeah, I first, believe so. First of all, Rip. <laughs> they can't employ a whole lot of people to work on an assembly line that have high credentials. So they're already going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel. Not to insult for the workers, For the people, but, but for the factory itself and what they're producing, you would think like... It would be like... The highest level of yeah. clean... And sanitized like fucking laboratories and doctors right. shit you but, would think that but moderna is basically like yeah you like think the that. lab yeah. that's hidden under raccoon city Oof. like it looks good but there's a lot of <laughs> ventilation in that place <laughs> that they didn't account for so it's like an apple factory yeah pretty much <laughs> okay <laughs> well are people jumping out of their apartments and killing themselves <laughs> like in apple factories or <laughs> But yeah, Pfizer. <laughs> created yeah, by anyway. Pfizer. So I wanted to show you this coin that I found earlier. Oh my god! Oh no! I got this at the RSP. I, I was going through all my old shit, trying to clear things out, and I found this. And I looked. I was wondering where you just got up for a minute ago. I or, saw that a second ago. Yeah, an I meant hour to, and a half ago. I meant to show you. It up. Um, so it's. I mean, it's as stupid as you would expect, um, but it it shows some of the things that the military. The Army National Guard finds important. I thought you might appreciate it. Mentally, mentally prepared and physically fit. Administratively correct. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> if, there, if there's anything that should be on here that's important to your service, it should be administratively correct. <laughs> Every time I do my enlisted records brief, it says I'm an African-American female. <laughs> I'm not either of those things. Nor have I ever been. And I argue with these people every time. And I'm like, this is just going to go on the track. I log on and I see them physically click the correct fucking boxes. And then the next year when I do it, it's fucking incorrect <laughs> again. Somebody goes in there and fucks with it. There's no other logical explanation. There's none. Zero zip nada. Unfucking real. <laughs> 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 is 
This is pathetic. <laughs> whoever developed, the, who, whoever designed this coin, I understand where your heart is at because being administratively correct is something that should be extremely important in an organization that puts you in harm's way and very quite probably will hurt you in some way. And then now you need help and um, compensation for the rest of your life to offset that. You should be administrative, administratively correct. However, you're fucking not. <laughs> so I can understand where you're coming from, but you should practice what you preach, whoever developed this fucking stupid, pathetic coin. That's shaped like a fucking dog tag, too. <laughs> what, are you going to wear this around like a fucking absolute <laughs> loser? That's what we talked about. We said that General Simp would wear one. <laughs> <laughs> I bet General Simp does wear one. <laughs> I had a coin that I got from RSP that looked exactly the same as this center insignia, this, like, diamond this thing. This fucking point? Like this arrowhead? diamond, this arrowhead. It didn't have anything else. It was about the size of this, though. It didn't have the dog tag shape, but it was shaped Dangerous. like this. It wasn't sharp, oh, wow. but it was, like, this size. I was looking for all of my coins that I've gotten through participation. <laughs> for showing up. <laughs> Throughout my career earlier today, and I couldn't find any of them, which I wasn't super bummed out about. So <laughs> they could all be fucking shoved up a homeless guy's ass for a right there. Oddly specific, but well, I'm glad you just threw that in the trash. <laughs> I don't know if that was the trash. It but was. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw you had your battalion coin from our deployment. Yeah, And wherever that is in my old bedroom in my parents' house is that and then our company coin, yep. the one that you designed. Yeah, I don't know where it is. Mine's upstairs. I forgot to bring it down. I don't know where mine is. Yeah, well, it's probably better that Pretty way. Pretty sure mine was 51, so whoever has the 51 <laughs> ninja coin yeah. from the 2015 deployment, you should let me know because it's fucking mine. You could look up on the roster, whatever my whatever my roster number was. I'm pretty sure it's 51, though. Yeah. But either way. Yeah. I don't want it back. <laughs> Just, it's mine, so you should Just give it back. <laughs> Do the right thing, but he doesn't want it back. If you want to be a loser... And just tell your kids that it was yours, and they'll never know. They're fucking stupid. Be like, oh, I was in the army, and they got this coin. And they're like, oh, oh my god, you're a hero. <laughs> were I mean, you, the were you, were you a, <laughs> <laughs> were you a good soldier, Grandpa? Well, I mean, I could run fast. <laughs> it's all that mattered. I couldn't run fast. No, I could run fast, just fast enough. Right up until I finished all of my college, and then inexplicably, I couldn't run fast anymore. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. Right around the time I was supposed to go to BLC. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't malingering, though. I just couldn't run that day. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. And now you're going to be an Olympian. Yeah, and then I'll be an Olympian. Yeah. And I'll, that'll show. Yeah, but you have... don't have to run to shoot. No. So but he you is, got it in the back. He's going to have a body of, of an Olympian. It's just the people at the bottom of Mount Olympus. That's That's the body he's going for. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, I'll still be an Olympian. It doesn't matter. That's true. So, I mean, what, you you can laugh at me all you want, but that does, that's not going to change my gold medal. That's fine. You're going to win gold? I mean, I'm not going to... If I ever go to the Olympics, I'm not going to tell anyone about it unless I at least win gold. I'm not going to be like, I was in the Olympics once, but I didn't win. Right. 
That's like somebody that goes to the best warrior competition and doesn't win and still gets a fucking coin. <laughs> Anywho, change the topic. <laughs> I can tell you're getting a little heated. Yeah, sorry. I had to share that coin. I just, I knew you, you just wanted it. to get me mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it worked. It did. It absolutely did. <laughs> Speaking of um, fake losers. No, uh, hang on. I got a lot. I got a few more things okay. to say about <laughs> okay. administratively correct. I should have applied to that to the training NCO position at our because I know they would have never never even thought about hiring me. Right. Even though I have a, I, I am a master of business administration, and I'm supposed to be administratively correct. And they're like, oh, this guy, he's a good, he's a good soldier. He can run fast. Mm. He can be HR. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> The most qualified person in the whole unit for that yeah. job. I, I would never want it. I don't want to no. think that. No. Yeah, it's fucking pathetic. Yeah. Absolutely. Pathetic. Well, I mean, you and I could fix the army with an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> I think that you and I are overqualified to be... In the army? <laughs> to be the... What is the highest ranking officer in the army? Four star? No, there's not like... like there's a sergeant major of the army, but there's no position like that on the officer side. Uh, is there? Isn't there general of the armies? There is only in times of war. That's a five-star general. Yeah. Oh, then um, we don't use that all the time. No. So yeah, there's no like, like highest in Congress or something. So no, I think there's, yeah, a, there's a joint like, chiefs of staff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's. I don't pay attention to those assholes. Whatever the highest is, yeah. though, you and I are overqualified for that. I could see that. You could be the sergeant major of the army right now, and I could be. I could take over General Milley's spot. Not. Not a problem. Hundred <laughs> percent could absolutely do it. They'd be like, okay, this is really hard. Okay, so you got to. Every day you got to log in to this thing called Outlook, <laughs> and you got to look at these electronic mails <laughs> that people send you. It's really tough, and there's all these little like symbols that they'll send out words, and you got to read stuff. I received an email a few weeks ago from a two-star from another state, and the email was asking everyone. To stop hitting reply, reply all. all. <laughs> so National Guard bulletins go out to everyone in the guard, and some two star in a different state was like, "Please stop hitting fucking reply all, you idiots. We don't care about this shit. Stop. Leave us." And I'm just like, "No." So that these are these are the leaders of the of the military right here. That's that exists everywhere. So at my company, God, I'm so glad I'm <laughs> that shit. I'm so glad at my company. It was a all employees email for something I don't remember, but I'm not going to mention here anyway. Our one of our executives had to hit reply all and said, "If you're replying to this email, stop hitting reply all," because <laughs> people just do that. Yeah. Like that's not an army problem. That's just a stupid person. Problem. Yes, yes, yeah. But unfortunately, the majority of people in the army also are stupid people. Well, so. they they need cannon fodder. That's it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No one joins the army for their intelligence. No. <laughs> Do it for the free college. These <laughs> are fucking cheap. So we're at 130 right now. Well, one, 131. Do you know how the ASVAB score is weighted? I don't because I crushed all my, my little scores and I got an 85. That's really high. Like my lowest score out of the GTs and all that crap was a mm -hmm. 121. And I had a couple of 125s. But I got an 85. And I was just so like, that what, doesn't make any sense. What's your primary MOS? 
91J leading the way, huh? <laughs> so, so with the score like an 85, why did you pick that? I mean, I don't believe because, he's told because, the story before. You can tell, you can tell okay, the story. Okay, so um, because I had a vehicle repossessed mm-hmm. uh, prior to joining the military, and apparently the U.S. government felt I would sell nation's secrets for $5,000 to cover that debt. I, so, I don't want to downplay that because there was somebody that was alive named Bradley Manning, who's now Chelsea Manning. That was a private that did do that. So for five grand? No, that she he did, she he did it for free. Oh, all right. Well, I'm I I bring a higher price than that. <laughs> <laughs> so continue. Sorry. Treason needs more money, right? <laughs> um, and then I also could not get a security clearance because I had too many speeding tickets. Because when you think intelligence and national security. You want to know what a person's driving record is, and if you know they they drive a little too quick, then they obviously can't be trusted. With so, how secrets. are you not allowed to drive fast? But if you run fast, it's good. Yes. So, you can get DUIs too. It just depends on how high ranking you are. That's right. true. And smoke weed. <laughs> it was probably cocaine. <laughs> so, or you I guys could... are gonna need, when we're offline. You're gonna need to tell me what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know you. I don't know what that means. So it was probably. Um, so I, so I couldn't get a security clearance. So when they finally figured out how many jobs were available, there was a cook, mm-hmm. which I had been doing for 11 years and was trying to leave. Yeah, why would you do that? There was fueler. And I was like, I don't want to drive around a 5,000-gallon target when I'm deployed uh, and pump gas. That's fucking stupid. Uh, what's this 91J thing? Oh, it's a little electronic thing. Oh, maybe I'll learn something. Maybe I'll learn a trade <laughs> or I can I can get something that can transition into the civilian world. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven years, still haven't done my job once. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you, I found the smoke generators for the for the Humvees. We have some. What? We have some. They're in the tanker shed. Chief and I found them. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. No shit. Hundred percent. That's awesome. I yeah. need to see one. I've only seen it in a PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah. So we can work on those. They sit in oh, the really? back. Of, they sit in the back of Humvees. The Humvee dries real fast and makes a bunch of smoke. Oh, these, it's this, one of the pieces of equipment. That this we one on. wasn't like that. This one sat in the back, and it looked like a firework mortar launcher, and it had like a whole bunch of tubes on it. Yeah, and there was some sort of trigger that you could launch off. Yeah. smoke flares and yeah. stuff. There oh, mortars and maybe I don't know, but not mortars, but yeah. So we have one. That's sick. We should set it up next round. We should. Let's <laughs> fucking do it. MOS training. Yeah, you guys can have fun with that. Let's see if we can fuck with the golfers. <laughs> I don't want to fuck with the golfers. They gave me beer last week. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. So that's how I became an 91J. You know, I didn't know what your MOS was for the first like five years I knew you. I still know what my MOS is. I'd ask you and you just go, uh, yes. <laughs> well, that's the best answer you can give. It's the most concise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Full on, like people like Chief don't know what the fuck my MOS is. I don't think been, anyone knows. Been the army twenty plus years. Like, and yeah, just like, like when, what do you what do you when I first and we're met, still recruiting when, people into the MLS. <laughs> yeah, like when Chief came on and we first met, I told him that I was a ninety one Juliet right after you and him were talking. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, so basically I, it's an extra set of hands." Yeah, so like, oh, last okay. drill weekend, him and I were talking about why you got out of the army, and I told him how you had been a cook in the <laughs> for years. <laughs> And he didn't know that. And he was like, what do you mean he was a cook? And I was like, they made him a cook. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, but like, I'm saying like, we'd be like getting ready for a training mission. 
and we'd be like, oh, porch is going to be with us in maintenance. And then we'd get there, and all of a sudden, some higher-ranking person would come up and be like, porch, come on, get in the kitchen. And then he was like, no. And I was like, yeah, I swear to God. He, I, I don't think he didn't believe me, but, like, he was fucking blown away. Yeah. Because, like, he had no idea. And he was like, because we were talking about how you do war reenacting. He was like, I can't believe a guy like that got out of the Army, you know. I was like, he likes the idea of the army and he likes the historical significance of it, but he got fucked in the army. So he's not <laughs> literally, in. literally, right. So yeah, he had no idea, and it sucks that we didn't have a guy like him. We didn't have a fucking field grade officer to defend us back then, like <laughs> oh, we do now. Yeah. Oh my god, it would have been money if he was there. Yep, would have been absolutely money. Yeah, I lost. I lost the rank game, rock paper rank, trying to get you back out of being a cook. Oh no, I I know how that went. Oh, so fucking irritating. Because but it was funny because I was I was with the cooks from Ohio that whole time, and they fucking loved me. I'm friends with all of them on Facebook. Yeah, because all I did was sit in the kitchen all day and bitch and moan that I wasn't right. supposed to be there. Right. But like, I would I would go to the cooks and be like, "This is bullshit," blah blah blah, and they would say, "Fuck off," and then they would pull a six or a seven out, and then I would go to the officers, and they'd be like, "Well, what's he really going to do in maintenance? It doesn't fucking matter. He's maintenance." Give him right. back to maintenance. He's right. one of my soldiers. I didn't give anyone fucking permission to take him. And they're like, what's he really going to do over there? Right. Fuck you. That's not <laughs> you, your fucking decision to you, make, you fucking fat fucking loser, piece of shit, <laughs> boss officer. I fucking hate the leadership in the military who fucking fails all their people all the time. Fuck We're you, talking about you. Pieces of shit. You know who you are. <laughs> we'll be right back. Well, according to the army, I'm a, I'm a binge drinker. So yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, when it comes to making decisions on how a human being should live their life, and and I wouldn't placing them into a category with zero margin of error. I mean, can you really blame the army for doing it right? I mean, according to the army, the only thing you need to be a good human being is just run fast. So. No. <laughs> And to also be administratively correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. But all those people that made that are fucking losers, so I don't really care what they have to say. Speaking of losers. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk, talk about yourself now or what? No. Okay, because you're a loser. I am. Because we're all losers. <laughs> we're all, we're we're all losers. losers. Uh, no, have you seen that fucking fake-ass loser? What's his name? Dan something or other? Dan Bilzerian? Yeah, that guy. He's a oh. fucking loser. Fake ass. Did you hear about how his he fired his chief financial officer of his company from McKnight? I did not. So I, I feel like I should explain a lot of backstory so people can fully understand this. So basically his father embezzled and stole a lot of money from real, actual, legitimate businesses was found guilty by the SEC, sentenced to prison, was supposed to pay back like $60 million to these to the government and to these people whose money he stole, which he didn't have any money left because it was inexplicably gone at the same time Dan Bilzerian had trust funds set up from his father that he was supposed to inherit by the time he was 30 and 35, which is also the amount of time he allegedly won $50 million playing poker, which is fucking complete and total bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so Dan Bilzerian... It's not vengeful. 
I fucking hate that guy. I hear you. I hate I anyone hear that. I mean, is... have you seen his Instagram? No, I haven't. Honestly, I refuse no, to look at that. So it's so cringy. Just, it's just tits and ass with him flexing once in a while. Like it's it's as so that it's guy, as toxic and masculine as you can like, get. He totally does not drink lemon water. <laughs> that guy because his videos have so many. That's women bullshit. Because that guy's on more juice than Tropicana. <laughs> so <laughs> that guy is juiced as. Fuck, and you can tell because of how big his abdomen and his gut is. There's no <laughs> fucking way his heart and his liver and his kidneys and every other organ in his body isn't fucking enlarged to the size of an elephant because of the juice he's on. There's no way. Do you know how to tell he's someone's huge. on steroids? Their whole abdomen and their fucking entire torso is huge. Their their shoulders are larger than they should be. Like like the muscle? I like read the muscle. that. Because apparently there's more androgen receptors in the shoulder muscles mm -hmm. than anywhere else in the body. So if someone's juicing in the beginning, their shoulders get big first. That, and generally speaking, guys don't like to work their shoulders because it's hard. He I says read, having not lifted a weight in like a year and a half. I read that. <laughs> <laughs> I read that uh, when you see a dude that's jacked, but they have this giant keg six pack of gut yeah that lifter stomach yeah, yeah that that's a sign of juicing because all of their organs are enlarged yeah hmm. dan bulzerian's entire torso is is yeah astronomically out of place for the rest of his body not to mention that that guy's had more surgery on his face for his jawline than fucking so what you're saying is there's no amount of lemon water that could fix that no he looks like he could drink peanut butter with a straw <laughs> Wow. So he's a fucking fake loser. And me being a real life fucking loser can spot a fake loser a mile away. And his company Ignite went public a couple of years ago. Maybe like a, it wasn't too long ago. Went public on the Canadian market. And no one enjoys. And there's a reason for that. So it went public on the Canadian market. The stock price has tanked since it's gone out because they have posted unbelievable losses like 50 million dollars in loss it was like 30 or 50 million dollar yeah. loss he posted for his first year and that's because his mansion all of his cars all of his guns all of the women in his videos are all fake he pays for all of that he rents the, he leases the cars or or borrows them from real rich people he leases the mansion and he pays those girls they're all paid model actors actresses that show up to his his shoots and his his instagram videos and nonsense that he does none of it's real he's probably already squandered all of the the trust fund money he got from his daddy and so the reason why they set up the the company on the canadian market is because his father has been accused now of running the company ignite from the shadows and the reason why they had registered in the Canadian market is because his father's banned from, from being involved in any business that's registered in the United States. Yeah. Due to sense. his SEC um, crime, the, the crimes of the SEC um, filed against him yeah. years prior. His company was supposed to sell like CBD and marijuana products. As far as I can tell, they haven't sold anything. It's just, <laughs> it's just a front. He, yeah. just is, he just made this company, stole tens of millions of dollars from investors that were stupid enough to believe him and think that all of this was real, which I mean, why you'd think that like this guy that has like 50 million followers on Instagram or whatever he has and all of these lavish extravagant parties, like, like, um, the great Gatsby yeah, would be a real person that could actually promote a brand. Nope. 
ran that company into the ground. I mean, now that you bring it up, it's actually really obvious on how fake rich he is because I don't think I've ever seen a real celebrity in anything. <laughs> could that you? He does. Could, could you? Or because like, if you were really rich like that, you'd be able to have like Kanye or like yeah. Harrison Ford. You could do something. Anything. Like you any could have anybody come person. out to a party. Yeah. But I don't think I've seen a single celebrity shake hands with the guy. So it's funny too, because because real rich people or rich people in general don't post Instagram things of them standing. Give me that fake money. <laughs> <laughs> I do this to come in handy. Yeah, no yeah. one just posts a picture like this, like "Yo, what's up, bro? Look at all this money I got." Yeah, that's fucking. <laughs> no one, no one fronts fucking like that. absolute yeah. loser. Elon Musk doesn't do that. Bill Gates doesn't do that. Absolute fucking losers do that that actually don't have anything and they're just fucking lying to get losers that are even bigger than them to go and like and comment and share their fucking videos and pictures for no fucking reason because they're like, oh, look at this guy. You know who you are. Yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy. He's got a hot girl in a machine gun. I'm going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> for no fucking reason. Yeah. He's not doing anything. No. And people watch it. It's, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable what these people do just because the guy's... Smokes a cigar and fucks a hot girl. They're like, oh, this guy's... Cool. Now you would... Now you would pretends to. What pretends, we, he doesn't actually. He just pretends, pretends to. to. There's no way he can get his dick hard from how much juice he's on anyway. <laughs> he's going to have to have his testicles transplanted with a shark at some point. <laughs> I'm assuming that you can do that. I don't know. I don't think sharks have testicles. I don't know. They're I mean, fish, right? They're not mammals. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't study marine biology. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a geologist either. So <laughs> <laughs> you're also not a fake uh, rich person. No. So yeah, Dan Bilzerian's a fucking loser. And if you're watching this, Dan, you're a fucking loser. He'd come after you, but he doesn't have the money to. <laughs> <laughs> well, none of his guns are real anyway, so it doesn't matter. What's he gonna shoot me with? Well, I mean, the guns are real. They're not his, though. Yeah, they're not his. He's not even a Navy SEAL. I'm more of a veteran than Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> <laughs> I've served my country more than you did. <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> Anywho. Love it. Uh, yeah, so. Have you guys ever seen a fake loser? No. Actually, No. Other than him, I mean, he's probably the most prominent. You mean seen or like personally met? I, mean, I just heard of, know anything oh. in general, an incident, you know, um, story. Yeah, I don't know. None comes Anecdotal. to mind. Anecdotal. I said ancidotal. Do people say that? I don't know. I almost just did. I think it's anecdotal, though. <laughs> well, that's because you're retarded. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> kind of retarded. <laughs> kind of retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of a loser. <laughs> Can we get that on a t-shirt? Yeah, sure. With, once enough with just a picture of Ian like this. Once enough losers, <laughs> subscribe, like, and share this video. And we'll get enough of a following to get 10,000 subscribers to be able to actually have merch on YouTube. Yeah. Check Raj. You know who you are. <laughs> Check Raj. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, that's Dan Bilzeri, and I was uh, watching a couple of documentaries about him. When we were overseas back in 2015, somebody was talking about him from some like controversial post he made, and I, so I did a little bit of research on him. That's when I was like, this guy totally, he claims that he made all his money gambling, and real, actual, real-life, legitimate professional gamblers will come out and be like, no, nobody makes $50 million playing poker in a year. That's, that's unheard of and unbelievable. And you'd be like, well, I... 
Well, I go to like offshore like yacht parties where there's like a bunch of rich people and I win. And then there's like videos of him like in actual real poker tournaments getting annihilated. <laughs> not winning fucking anything and not even being invited to real <laughs> poker tournaments. <laughs> Completely inherited the start of his money from his daddy from actually stealing it from hardworking people and investors. And then embezzling it away so that the SEC couldn't take it back from him and then gave it to Dan, who then squandered it on Instagram and then ran out of money for that, formed the company Ignite, which then got more investors and squandered all of that to just be like, oh, look at all these cool parties I'm having. He's probably going to go to jail. Does he have kids? Because it, like, it. it sounds like one of those bloodlines that should stop. According to him, he's had sex with 10,000 women, so he's got to have a kid out there somewhere. He, well, I mean, Wilt Chamberlain actually had sex with thousands of women. Who's uh, Wilt Chamberlain? Look him up. Basketball player. Oh. Seventies, yeah. eighties, maybe. I don't know. Uh, he actually had sex with <sighs> at least four digits of women. I know that Gene Simmons from Kiss has said that too. Yeah, Will Chamberlain's like verified though. Um, ten thousand, ten thousand women. Does he understand like numbers? No, probably not. <laughs> Math. Well, he doesn't drink lemon water. That's the, <laughs> that's peanut butter with a straw. Peanut butter with a straw. He's like Gaston. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> unbelievable, right? Yeah. Um, did you guys hear about that guy uh, EDP? This so this story just broke. So have you guys ever heard of predator poachers? First of all, no. they're they're a series of videos I used to watch. Well, I have watched the last few years. It's like real life Chris Han- – not that Chris Hansen and To Catch a Predator is not real life because <laughs> it is. But these guys – it's just like some fucking guy and his buddies that go on like Grindr or Tinder or whatever or whatever whatever form of media they go on to try to lure predators in. And they pose as 13, 12, 14-year-old children of you know male or female gender. And they lure these people and usually – for some reason they always bring them to Walmart. And then I mean, this are, they, dude, are they sponsored by Walmart? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Wow. And they'll go in and they'll be like, this guy's here to meet a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> and then the guy will start running and they'll be chasing him. And it's actually kind of cringy but funny at the same time. Are they just are they chasing like Looney Tune characters? Or like there's yeah. no legal action? They're just No, like, they're not cops. They can't right. do anything. And then they'll like shout out his license plate number. They and just then, put them on blast and... Yeah, I think the police have gotten involved a couple of times. So anyway, there's this guy named. Uh, you're going to need to censor this. We can <laughs> probably show. It. So his yeah, name you can is just beep it out. EDP and then some numbers. I forgot the numbers, but EDP he stands for Eat Dat Pussy. Okay. And he's this big fat guy, and these guys caught him, and they released everything, like all the screenshots of everything he was saying to this girl he thought was 13, and he shows up there, and it's them. And he's literally just like, yeah, I was here to meet a 13-year-old girl. I was only going to get a cupcake, though, and, like, all this other wicked, cringy shit. This guy, EDP, though, he's a YouTube – he's a YouTuber. I think like I know what you're talking about. two and a half about. million subscribers. He's, like, well-known on YouTube. Like, they knew who he was before they even, like, realized what they were dealing with. Two and a half million subscribers on YouTube. So then this whole video comes out, and then, then he makes a response, and he's like, you really think I'd – risk my whole life and my career over some girl that can't even grow hair down there and he's like saying all this wicked vulgar shit about it even though on the video he's like yeah yeah i sent her a dick pic (laughs) when it's 
they're referring to her as <laughs> if she's a real person, but it's actually a dude. Yeah. It's that guy he's talking to, pretending to be like, yeah, I sent you a dick. <laughs> dude, it's disgusting because I watched, I, I read through everything and watched the videos. And like at one point, he's like, I just blew up my toilet. I just took a huge shit. And he sends who he thinks is a 13-year-old girl. The picture of the toilet? A picture of a huge shit in the toilet. Like, oh, check out how big my shit is. <laughs> and then, like, I almost think that this is all staged and this is a collaborative event to troll the internet. Because, like, who in the fuck in their right mind would send anyone of the op- anyone that you're trying to have sex with of any kind, whatever, they're a child, they're a man, they're a woman, they're any gender, it doesn't matter, of any age. But look at how big of a shit I just took. <laughs> Why would you do that? Well, I mean, this some, guy is clearly fucked in the head. I mean, it's a, it. it's it's a unique icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were already talking. He didn't just match on Tinder and go look at my shit. <laughs> but if he did, you want to see a huge shit? Link in bio. <laughs> you want to see a huge shit? Just rewatch this whole video. <laughs> so yeah, this guy EDP fucking was put on blast the other day i the story just broke like a day ago when i was watching the videos and allegedly this encounter happened with these predator poacher guys like i want to say a couple of weeks ago and the reason why they weren't releasing the videos and all of the information was because they were trying to get youtube to fully monetize the video so they had uploaded it but they hadn't made it public for public viewing yet right and YouTube wouldn't fully monetize it and they wouldn't release the video and all this information about this guy who's allegedly you know, not allegedly, obviously in the video, is a fucking predator and preying on young children because they couldn't make enough money off of it. Wow. And they're supposed to be there to be protecting children. Like, oh, we're the predator poachers, but, you know, if YouTube doesn't pay us, we're not going to do anything. Wow. Yeah, it's fucked up, right? It's very fucked up. And then so another, I didn't know about this until I was watching videos about these guys. Because I used to watch their videos of them approaching people in Walmart and shit like a year or two ago, like... It was back when I worked in Meredith, so that was like, it's like around two years ago, and he allegedly, not allegedly, obviously, when because I haven't looked at the videos, but people are talking about it, and I guess it's true. When BLM protests started and all that happened after George Floyd died, he was calling like Black Lives Matter groups and like dropping the like n bomb on them and like making all kinds of racist jokes like and then he was uploading the videos to his youtube channel like guys look at me prank blm and you're just like dropping n bombs <laughs> wow like wow. he thought people would think it was funny and so that just completely destroyed his whole platform and then i guess he thought that this would bring him back or something i don't know it was fucking i didn't even know about that one until i found that this <laughs> edp thing too and it was fucking sounds like just, a fucking loser it was it a, <laughs> yeah but not like the good kind yeah no not, not like, like a, us so like the people yeah. we like like a real fucking loser. No, he's a real fucking loser. That's what he, he is. is. Yeah. You know who? You know what? Him and fucking Dan Bolzerian should get together. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have a fucking loser party. <laughs> Dan Bolzerian can't even get a two million <laughs> subscriber YouTube celebrity to go to one of his parties. <laughs> <laughs> should have this guy do it. Yeah, he probably couldn't get. He he could probably get us to go. We're, we'd probably go if he invited us because we're fucking losers. Who? Dan yeah. Fuck no, I wouldn't go. I no. would totally go. I would, <laughs> I would I would absolutely piggyback off of his followers and sell out for at least an hour. Yeah, yeah. same. Take photos with a bunch of hot women and guns and stuff like that that people care about on the internet. And then... Think about how much shit we could steal from this <laughs> <laughs> How much 
you're like stealing you're making more like I'm just gonna steal a couple of things here think about how much stuff is in that mansion he would never notice he's gone. not gonna care it's not his Actually, yeah, I would I pocket like now. suppressors and <laughs> <laughs> magazines bullets whatever like anything I could find that yeah, wasn't bolted down wasn't look <laughs> he would you never walk no- out with like pants just ballooned out I would be wearing shit, pants from the early out. 90s with bell bottoms <laughs> MC Hammer yeah yeah, yeah. He would never know who took it because that, that door, it's probably a revolving door of people just going in and out of his yeah. fucking... No one cool, though. Managers. No, no, no one, one cool or famous. No. No. Women that are only famous because simps on Instagram think they're attractive and then... Well, they think hitting the like button has got to get their attention. Oh, yeah. That's going to get delayed. 100%. Absolutely. All you got to do is like and then send them a DM and then subscribe to their OnlyFans. Boom. You got a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she just lives in another town and goes to a different school, though. <laughs> fucking losers (laughs) so yeah um that's the interesting thing that i was following this last the video i was watching it the other day and i was up like a day ago so i've I've been following that past couple of days i haven't looked anything up any recent developments today but yeah as of recently as yesterday i was following that edp situation fucked up yeah definitely i'm just focused on the market right now i mean doing my thing there how's that going phenomenal so how 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 did you turn out last uh, yesterday um, I finished. I finished the week just over ten grand in profit. Yeah, you made ten grand last week. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Ten thousand two hundred and some change. So, so I'm up twenty two and some change for the month. It's unbelievable. Which is really two weeks that's, in a day. That's that crazy because the other day you were down to like negative a hundred, <laughs> <laughs> and it was giving me an anxiety attack. Oh, that roller coaster back in March. Yeah, that was unbelievable. That was yeah. I mean, that was a sixteen thousand dollar drop. But I, right I, I stayed with the fucking ship. Diamond hands. <laughs> I was like, if I can watch this go low or, or zero, oh, fuck, even negative, and, and not have a goddamn heart attack, then I think, I think mentally I'm prepared for this. I think I'll be all right. And luckily it bounced back, and I'm okay. But you got to show me how to do that. So I will. I'll teach everyone. i gotta, I got to fucking have a second to sit down and put something simple together. I don't know. I don't know what if I want to do it the way you do because you're an all or nothing guy, kind of guy. I think I would be like, I'll. You, I so feel I'm. Like- I'm trying. I'm more aggressive with my trades or my spreads because I want to build a bigger foundation faster. I think I'd be more. Conservative. But at this at this point right now, I could very 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 almost guaranteed very safely uh, replace my yearly salary. Like ninety five percent chance. I don't. The only the only reason I can't say a hundred is because of a fucking actual market crash. But it's I have enough capital now where I can make the safest trades possible and replace my yearly salary. And it's simple. And it's 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 fucking simple. It really is. So I don't think that an E five on active duty makes ten thousand dollars a week. Not even close. But I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> your math might check out on resigning from your job. Yeah. <laughs> you should do that today. <laughs> Just fuck the army. <laughs> uh, oh, fucking losers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's very... So, I got into the market a little bit during... You were there during yeah. the GameStop rush. The, game, the GameStop wars, yeah. I lost I, I lost like $800 in that because I didn't... And that wasn't 
anyone's fault but mine because I could have diamond hands it. Yeah. And I could have made a whole bunch of money if I just diamond hands. Sure. And I've discovered through that, and I'm glad that I had. I didn't lose. All right, let me rephrase. I didn't lose eight hundred dollars. I spent eight hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Because in return for that $800, I learned an invaluable lesson, much more than $800. And if you're going to make an investment, it's, it shouldn't be a gamble that you think you're going to get back, you know, 10,000% return within right. a day. That's an investment that you're going right. to diamond hands that bitch. You have to. You're and, spending that money and it's either going to come back with all or nothing and yeah. you should never sell at a loss. Right. So so people that are, are smarter and, and better at this sort of thing than I am... Um, like Gary Vaynerchuk, mm-hmm. he has said that if you're going to start a business or a side hustle or whatever you want to call it, and you're going to start create something so that you can get out of working a shit fucking job, nine to five, all that stuff, and you want to do something with your life, you need to start with money that you are okay with going to zero. If the money I started with this year, the five grand up front, I made sure all of my debt could be and my bills could be afforded each month i had a little bit of wiggle room and then i took what i could what i'd saved up and said this is what i'm going to play with whatever fucking happens happens it's like walking into a casino you gotta you gotta the second you walk through those doors you have to decide i'm going in here with x amount of dollars to spend correct and it's expect that when you walk back through the threshold of those doors you're not going to have anything in your pocket right and if you if you go in there with the idea of this money is what this is for and that's it and I don't add any more to it and whatever. And I was also going into it as a learning experience because I had spent the last year learning about the market and the last few months prior to this to, to this about options trading. And then I I came up with five grand and I was like, okay, and here's my goals, you know, ten percent a month, twenty five, whatever. I'll see where I fall. I made four grand. In January, 75%, 80% return. I lost seven grand in February because of some mistakes I had made because I didn't understand things. I quickly learned about them, learned what those mistakes were, fixed it, and then going into March was able to come out positive by a couple grand. And then April absolutely fucking murdering it because I have a much better understanding of it. But I was okay with that five grand disappearing. And if you go into it because you think something's going to jump 10,000%, like the GameStop rush, or you're like, oh, I'm going to put, I'm going to put all this money in um, and I'm going to be a millionaire in a week and, and then I'll make sure that I pay my mortgage. Like that's the fucking, that's a fool's game. Like I, I just right. want to say though that I tried to buy Dogecoin at $4, at four cents a Doge. Yeah, me too. And I couldn't figure out how to do it. And if yeah. I had, we would have gotten... Yeah, like a thousand percent return. Yeah, I can do it now. I don't. I'm. I'm, I'm not. I. I told myself I was never gonna GameStop myself ever again. <laughs> so I'll, now that Doge is already blown up, I tried to do it before the Super Bowl ad. I was. That's when I was trying to originally buy Doge because I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah, I was trying. I was, I was trying, trying to back throw in like a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks in it, yeah. and I couldn't even fucking figure out how to do it, so yeah. I gave up. But whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, but I mean that's and that's the thing too. A lot of people, the retail investors like us, the they try to chase, and I've I've caught myself like verbally saying out loud, "Do not fucking chase this," mm-hmm. because I have in the past and it's bit me in the ass. So it's weird that they don't teach 
you pretty much anything valuable in school. They don't. Like, they really don't. The, they tell you you need to go to school. You need to get a job. They don't explain that like, you need to get a job. You need to contribute to the you know the GDP of your of your economy. They don't explain what GDP is. They don't explain what the market is that drives any of that. They don't explain what fucking valuation of a company is or any of these things no. that actually are behind of why you need to actually work to get money. Right. And it's weird because they don't explain that in high school. And they also didn't explain it when I was in business school because I learned about those things and I didn't understand them then and I don't understand them now. So like a few, two months ago, the CFO of my company walked in my office and I was listening to a video that was explaining options. And he goes, what are you listening to? And I'm like, a video on options. And he was like, oh, how's that going? I was like, not good. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't really understand how options work or it is puts and calls. And I, I learned about it in grad school. No, and I don't really didn't really understand it then. I remember we were having a, an exam, and it was in a paper exam. We just learned about hedging. I still don't really know what hedging means. I mean, like hedge fund is this different? Is I feel like it's actually different than like the term hedging that they use in a textbook. Yeah. Because it would be like, let's say you're a wheat farmer and you think that the price is going to go to this, but you have somebody that will buy it at this price now. What should you do? And I would just write some bullshit. Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, here's your fucking grade. Here you go. I remember when I took my economics final, I'm pretty sure I made up words. Probably. And I got like an 85. There you go. That's all that matters. <laughs> you know, every time you guys talk about stocks, all I can think of is that gif where it's like, ooh, I love that stock. <laughs> oh, and you can put a... the gif like right yeah. here. Oh, <laughs> I love ooh, that I love that stock. stock. So I was, I, I was spamming the group chat with that when yeah. I was up like 200% on GameStop. And then it went yeah. fucking way down. I just paper hands like a bitch. Like, oh, I'm just sold. <laughs> it go up a little bit. I'm like, oh, I love that stock. <laughs> Paper-handed <laughs> bitch right here. Yeah. Well, I mean, not all of us can be good at it. No, no. Uh, and I and I discovered that I can't. I couldn't even do it. I I I was. I couldn't even function when when I had when I had you know even like two grand in GameStop stocks. Yeah. You know the price was fluctuating. I couldn't even handle that. Like I I couldn't handle a two thousand dollar investment. I couldn't imagine having like a. Twenty thousand dollar investment, a hundred thousand dollar investment. I could never do that. Yeah. I, mean, I can. I can, I'm never going to be. I. I will never be able to have that temperament to handle that. And I'm never going to go back into that. I'm glad that I did it because it was fun and it, I learned a lot. I'm never going to do it again. So I actually made a mistake yesterday that I'm glad just kind of worked out. So I've got these. I got these spreads going. I got three different spreads. Yeah. You. The spread is you sell contracts at one price, and then you buy contracts at a lower price is the type of spread that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. The idea is the share price stays up here. Um, you want the company to do well. They're either going to trade flat for the day or they're going to do well. That's that's what you want. You want the company to succeed. If that happens, then your, your spread does what's called expiring worthless, which means it just fizzles out. Nothing happens. You get your money back. And because or the collateral you put up. And because of the way I do it, I get a credit when this first happens um, because I'm willing to take on the risk of the spreads. The idea of, of, of selling contracts and buying contracts is if the share price drops below your sell, you are required to buy 100 shares of that company per contract. However, to offset your losses, you can exercise the buy, which means you are actually selling 100 shares 
of that company per contract. So the only thing you actually lose out on mm -hmm. is the difference. So my, generally do, doing this, my spreads are about, they're worth $5,000. Mm -hmm. But I get a credit for doing this. So if I get a $1,000 credit, that's my money. So if this shits the bed, I'm only losing four grand. The difference of the spread minus the credit. I can live with that. Um, what I was doing at the beginning of the year was um, I wasn't doing spreads. I was just doing straight naked puts, which means you put collateral up. And if the share price dips, you're buying those fucking shares. And that's, there's no way out of it. And that fucked me a few times. But So I got these spreads going. So you sell and buy. And then the next, the next money I got sell and buy. And the next strike price I got sell and buy. Early in the day on Friday, I sold the two lower ones because they were almost worthless. So mm -hmm. I was able to close them and, and take like 85 or 90% of the profit. Um, <laughs> well, then I was like, oh, I, you know, if, if I can get 800 more bucks and I can, I can clear 10 grand for the week. And I got a little magnet board upstairs that has all these little goals. And I'm like, I can slide a magnet over. This will be good for me. I'm being a fucking little milestone. $10,000 a week. Fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> you get gold stars you give yourself to? <laughs> so I decided to place one more trade. And I placed some, some contracts above the one that was already going. Well, I fucked up because I needed... The share price, I had a, a contract of 710 and 705. The prices before that were 705 and 700. Well, you, to the, the selling contracts, if you want to close them, you have to buy. And if you have buying contracts to close them, you have to sell. Okay. Well, the 705s okay. overlapped. I bought and I already had selling. And because they were different orders, I thought it would be fine. Mm -hmm. No, no, I closed those. They canceled out. So I had about $3 million worth of shares on the line with no security net. So if the share price had dipped, I was going to blow up my account by negative $2.8 million. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. What do they do? And do they do you so actually what, owe so, them? So what happens is you have to buy the shares. It obviously tanks your account. You're negative. The beginning of the next trading day, it's automatic at 930 that they sell all the shares no matter what the share price is. If it's above what you bought at, you might stay above zero. If it's negative, then you owe that amount. So it's, Oh, so you don't actually have to put right. the collateral to Correct. buy the $2 million of the shares. Right. It's okay. it's like they'll, they'll cover you until the next trading day. So if it's a Friday when the options close, uh, Monday morning rolls around, they will put They'll sell them immediately, and then if it's if it's above, then you lose all that money. But maybe you're okay. If it's below, then you're negative, and you actually owe them. And you got to pay it back before you can do anything with it. Oh, I feel sick to my stomach. So I was just hearing this. So, so Friday, I was kind of panicking. I, I got a fucked up story for you. You might not have heard about <laughs> in relation to that. Once he's done. Yeah. So I mean, so I was I was looking at the numbers. I was like, I need it to stay. If it stays over seven ten. My experience is no matter what these numbers are, no matter how they work out, as long as the share price is above my spreads, these expire worthless, everything's good to go. Luckily, the share price stayed above it. So everything expired, good to go. If it had dropped below, I was going to be out millions, and I don't have millions to be out. <laughs> so from like 2.30 to 4 o'clock on Friday was a very tense time for me. <laughs> You would, mean, have, you would have went from real loser to fake loser <laughs> really fucking quick. 
<laughs> Imagine if it worked the opposite way. You could owe a, a, a trading company like $2 million. The opposite of you, all of a sudden, they're just like, boom, here's your $2 million. <laughs> <laughs> You're just Dan Bilzerian. Yeah. <laughs> so to your point, though, uh, though Porch, th- there's this this college kid that had a uh, Robinhood account that was trading options. Was this that, last year? Yeah. yeah. That when I read the article, I kind of understood it. The way Pollard just explained it, I understand it fully now. But basically, the same thing happened to him, and his options didn't kick in correctly within the right time. Mm-hmm. So it looked like his account was negative, like a million dollars, or I think it was like seven hundred fifty. It was eight eight hundred some change negative because wow. the the first part had executed. Mm-hmm. The and no, so the next day, it would have sold all the contracts that he would have quote unquote bought, which probably would have only made him like zero. He probably would have. Yeah, owned he, them. he blew up his account, but the difference. He blew up his account, but he wouldn't have owned them. Owned them. He would have still. The thing is, when people don't understand about that, is like, yeah, you bought eight hundred thousand dollars worth of shares. Mm-hmm. You would still own those. Like if you, I went out and bought a car for thirty thousand dollars, I still own this thirty thousand dollar car. I could always sell the car. You know, right. I'm not gonna get what I'm gonna what I bought it for, but I still own that asset. Same thing with the stocks. So this kid was freaking out and i think it was the end of the trading day on friday so yeah that's when options closed so options were closed and this market was closed for saturday and sunday saturday and sunday he couldn't get a hold of robin hood and he fucking killed himself killed himself that weekend killed himself because he thought that he he was just a college kid he was like 18 yep. 19 he fucking he took his own life yeah wow because he was negative his account said negative 850 or some change and he yeah. was just like he didn't know what to do and he reached out to him and they're like hey we'll get back to you one to three business days uh, whatever and he panicked and it was he didn't understand how that worked because people jump into these things and don't do any kind of fucking it, due diligence. It, uh, we'll get on that in a second, but sorry, continue. Yeah, no, it, so he didn't understand what he was doing, and then I think there was actually like a glitch in the system, and his the second leg of his options took like an extra <clears throat> day to exercise and like fix everything, mm-hmm. but it didn't matter at that point. Wow. Yeah. See, see, I would have just like. So what when, if, I, I if you don't like not paid anything. if you don't understand it and you actually do owe that much, mm-hmm. just fucking laugh at it and be like, yeah, you'll get your money someday. So like you're not going to jail because you when, blew up a brokerage account. When, right. when the GameStop thing happened but, and all these people are on like NBC, like oh, all of these unsophisticated traders. And all these people. <laughs> I was mad about that too. Don't get me wrong, because there was a clear and blatant cover up from the media to try to get people to stop doing this because the billionaires were telling them to do it, but. They were right in that sense that these traders were very unsophisticated because yeah. these people have access to these very sophisticated trading tools, mm-hmm. and they have no idea how they work. Right. Uh, they have no clue how they work. They, you can just apply to have an options trading account in Robinhood, and they'll just approve you. Yeah. And then you can just potentially owe them a million dollars. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't do options with Robinhood for almost a year because I was honest when I applied. I said my experience was with trading is zero and less than a year, blah, blah, blah. If you just so change it was locked your questionnaire, out. you can just – there's no interview. Yeah. You can just – it's a questionnaire. It's like, are, are you risky? Yes or no? And you're like, oh, you're a risky boy. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if, I, if I lied about my income and that stuff, there's no, there's no validation on their, on their side. Wow. So it's whatever you tell them. So when these kids, they jump into Robinhood, which is very – albeit very corrupt. User-friendly. Very user-friendly. It is so user-friendly. And it is such a good way to get people to learn the, the beginnings of, of how to invest. And it sucks that they're corrupt and un, in the pocket of the hedge funds. But you can say whatever the fuck you want in the 
uh, account application process mm-hmm. and they just go with it. They don't, oh, oh, you're 19 years old and you make $12 million a year and, and you've had 50 years of options experience. Cool, man. Here's level three. Fucking you do you. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, they, um, yeah, it's just, it's wild how, how in our uneducated people are when they get into this sort of thing. And well, it's, just, it's wild to know that people don't understand how it works to begin with. And there's no prerequisites to no. actually getting into it. Yeah, it's Nothing. it's it's fucked. So, uh, and it's it's a it's a free market for a reason. Anyone should be allowed to do that because that's how the free economy works. Right. But at the same time, it's like, like, right. It's weird because the more you would think that the rich would want us normies to be more invested in the market because well, no, the, because well, the more people that put money into the market. Mm-hmm. The more the market goes up. So if you buy stocks, the share price goes up. If you have more people buying stocks, the share prices go up higher. If you're limiting it to the rich and you're blocking out everybody else, it's only going to increase over, you know, so much. Like the rich can only make money off of poor people's money. So if a yeah. whole bunch of rich people get together, like, oh, let's all put our money in the stock market, they don't want to take money from each other. They want to take money from the people at the bottom. True. It's a pyramid scheme. Right. But at the same end to that. I don't know. It's it's I, it's fucked up that none of it's, it's taught in mar- in schools. It, yes, none of 100%. it, not even close. They and you have an economics class in most high schools or whatever, and they're like, oh, this is micro, macro. This is the difference. Here's a GDP, uh, currency, and and you're done, and that's it. And then they don't. And everything about school is teaching you how to go get a job, and how to pick a trade or pick a field that you want to go get a job in and have a boss and go to report to office every day and collect your fucking paycheck that is heavily taxed and and that's it none of the market is not taught right in in education it's not how to build actual wealth none of this is taught and it's disgusting and i don't know who the fuck's behind it or why the fuck they won't change it but they're like nope everyone in the education system go get a fucking job be a fucking employee and that's that's how you're going to live your life well that's cuz the American dream is fundamentally a pyramid scheme. I can see that. You just you you start out at the bottom layer of the pyramid. You work at McDonald's or whatever high school job people call them. You work your way up. Now you got a job at Walmart or whatever, and you just keep working your way up the pyramid. It's yeah. it's it's a pyramid scheme. That's yeah. all it is. And the more you invest in yourself, the more you let's say, compare it to like a multi level marketing company. The more you invest in yourself, the more product you buy. <laughs> The more money you're going to make and the more of a boss bitch you're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally just a pyramid scheme. Everything in life is fundamentally a pyramid scheme. Here's, the your, here's pyram- your white Mercedes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you reach level three manager. Oh, my God. I reach <laughs> opal tier. <laughs> Pearl tier. I couldn't think of a gem that was white. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's disgusting. And it's – It is. What happened with GameStop – Shit. I can't believe they brought deep fucking value in front of a congressional yeah. hearing. that Because that was just so disgusting. He didn't do anything. Every one of his videos starts, I am not a financial advisor. You shouldn't listen to me. I'm stupid. I'm a cat. He says stupid, nonsensical yeah. things like that. Like, this guy is in charge of stock manipulation. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, re- I reality, saw a video the other day. He doesn't know how to end a live stream. He struggled with it for several minutes to try to end a live stream. Do you think he's manipulating the fucking stock market? Like they were, they just went after 
the first target they could. If Elon Musk comes out and says, hey, everyone, go buy his Dogecoin right now or go buy Apple stock right now or something like that, and everyone runs and do it, does it? You can't say market manipulation because he said it, but no one was under any obligation to go fucking do it. Have some fucking accountability. Attack the people that actually did it if you have to attack anyone. But why don't we take a step back and look at all the hedge funds that were making phone calls telling brokerage accounts or uh, brokerages to stop allowing and exchanges purchases. to stop fucking allowing purchases. You can only sell the stock now. If Robinhood yes, uh, didn't like, limit the buying of GameStop, that the, the stock price probably would have gone to 1000 Yeah. It would have gone to the moon. Absolutely. And that was fraud, and everyone involved in that should spend the rest of their lives in jail. But they won't. Nope. Nope. I did like saying that the hedge funds in the first quarter of the year had lost well over $20 billion because of people like us. They made a lot of that back, though. They have. But people are onto it, and people are signing up with, with, uh, like, Weeble and Fidelity and things like that, and they're looking into the short interest of different stocks, and they're attacking them. So now there's, like, this ongoing battle, and I love it. Wow. Well, it's unbelievable how much the GameStop stock was shorted to begin with. Yeah. It was more than the actual... 140%. 140% of the available shares out there in the market. And then all of these people left. And what the, My favorite part of that whole thing is that Robinhood was about to have an IPO. And now they've been like, we're going to put that off for a little while. You better put that off forever because they've lost so many, so many customers, you and I included. We both pulled all of our money out of Robinhood. Yeah. And I went to Weeble, which I think Weeble also limited the purchase of GameStop shares. They did for like a day, but I so think, did so did so did Ameritrade and uh, Fidelity also, and I think Schwab did too. I don't think they that, they halted it for a few hours because of because of money issues. I think that but Robin Hood's the only one that kept going. That was probably people way above them that made them do that. Potentially, I don't think it was the CEOs all simultaneously inexplicably oh no no came no. to the was... same conclusion without any outside <laughs> interference like vlad the stock impaler like i every time he talks about it so i was in bed when that happened i was i was sleeping when that decision was made yeah okay vlad the stock impaler yeah so you're not in charge of your own company that's cool <laughs> and then every other trading platform inexplicably just out of nowhere yeah so it's like oh yeah we're gonna all do the same exact thing they all did it. But no one told us to do it. <laughs> they all did it at kind of the same time, but within within a few hours, most of them had lifted the restrictions, and they never went back to it. I think Weeble did it for a full day, but that was it. Robinhood continued to do it day after day after day for several weeks, limiting how many you could purchase. You couldn't do options, and they had a whole buttload of other shares like uh, AMC and SNDL and all this other stuff that was hyped up and memed. And they're like, no, you can't, you can't buy that. Uh, it's a money issue. Can't buy Bruh. SNDL of one dollar ninety cents. It's at a dollar ten, and nope, you can't. You can't buy more than five shares. We're low on cash. It's all. It's all. It, all the trades are based off of good faith, like dollar values, anyways. So you 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 buy a, a buy a share, mm-hmm. and then you sell it. The rule of thumb they use is T plus two, which means uh, the trade mm-hmm. plus two business days before that cash is real and settled. But there's good faith transactions which say you sold, so you buy a share for $100, you sold it for a buck fifty. In good faith, we will let you buy $150 worth of another share. Hasn't been two business days. So they continuously use money that's not real, mm-hmm. and it's never a fucking issue. And and like Charles Schwab, I think they own like $8 trillion in assets or something based off of brokerages and, and portfolios and things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's in the tens of trillions that all these, these exchanges have. Don't tell me <laughs> that one fucking company that went from 20 bucks 
to a hundred bucks in an hour is fucking flipping you upside down. And you just don't know how to how you're gonna fucking pay for this. It's all fake numbers, anyways. It's all ones and zeros. <laughs> <laughs> it's all ones and zeros. It is. It's uh, wild. No, and it's it it it, it it's unbelievable because like if I was in Congress, let's let's say I was a senator, let's say I was a state representative, and this happened. I would be like, no, we're going to burn them at the stake. No, I yeah. don't care who the majority leader is. I don't care who the min- minority leader is. I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> we're fucking burning them at the stake. And I would be on MSNBC, Fox, whatever, and I'd be like, fuck Vlad the Stock Impaler. Yeah. Right live on TV. And then they had their congressional hearing, and it was all just a big smoke and mirror bullshit show. Yeah. They didn't do anything, and they got away with it. And you know why? Because everyone in Congress is a fucking millionaire, and they're all in on it. Yeah. There's no way. They're going through the motions at that point. There's mm-hmm. no way that you get hired into Congress or elected in, and you get, you're what, $120,000 a year salary? Something like that. And then by the time you retire, you're worth tens of millions? Yeah. That doesn't even mathematically fucking add up. Yeah, and people are just like, "Oh, okay. I guess we'll just keep voting for this guy." Yeah, and look at look at fucking Pelosi and her husband. Ten million dollars worth of Microsoft shares. Two weeks later, the government signs a twenty-two billion dollar contract with Microsoft. What good investing that is! They must have done some due diligence on that company, <laughs> right? <laughs> and they'll get away Especially with it with her hands full with the impeachment get- and all that. <laughs> it's all that lemon water. <laughs> <laughs> they'll keep getting away with it. <laughs> Because because the only ones that can stop them are them. No, because the only ones that can stop them are people like you and I. But everyone, and including you and I, is a fucking absolute loser. <laughs> and you keep fucking voting for people that are fucking losers and fuck you over. And they keep doing it. Like, oh, this guy's been in Congress for 45 years. And he's a boomer. And he doesn't even understand what Facebooks are. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, what was it the what are the what are the Googles that you collect on your How Facebooks? many data does Google's collect, Mr. Zuckerberg? I don't know, you'll have to ask Google, Mr. Congressman. Yeah. Why can't I ask you? I don't own Google. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll keep voting for him because you're a fucking loser and you're afraid of change. You're like, oh, this other new guy. We should we should get rid of all of Congress and replace them with people that are like twenty five years old. Congress needs to be completely disbanded and yep. picked from scratch. When they build the team from the ground up. I'm not. I I don't agree with like nearly anything AOC has done. Just bring in the expendables. <laughs> I don't agree with like nearly anything AOC has done. But when people are like, oh, this this millennial is gonna come in here, it's like you need a millennial in there because you don't even know these people have access to classified information on their Blackberries because of course. Someone in Congress has <laughs> a stake in BlackBerry somewhere. Exactly. That's the they reason let the why company all die. of the government contracts use Blackberries for secured devices, which is unbelievable. They still use faxes, too. They still use faxes. <laughs> and they just keep doing it. Yeah. And instead of just being like, oh, let's just get rid of all of these stupid people that have no... Not stupid. They're all intelligent people. Excuse me. They're all... 99%, I think like 90% of Congress are all lawyers. They're intelligent, smart sure. people. They probably have IQs of like 150, but they're not with the times anymore. And they're clearly corrupted by greed. Absolutely. I would like to see a psychological experiment done or a social experiment, however you want to put it, where you just take normal people like the three of us and we just give each one of us like a million dollars and just see how long it takes for us to just become complete and total piece of shit. Like you become Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> you become Vlad the Stock Impaler. And then like I become, I don't know, insert some millionaire piece of shit. <laughs> fucks over hardworking middle class Americans. Any of the Waltons. 
Any of the Wal- Oh my God, the Waltons. Oh, we can't pay our employees more money. Instead, we'll f- we'll we'll invest money into programs that shows them how to apply for government subsidi- subsidized uh, yep. income. Yep. Yep. What? Yeah. Meanwhile, they're the three richest people. Meanwhile, the, in the cheapest in the country or the least valued Walton kid is worth like forty million dollars or something. But yeah, the three Walton children of Sam Walton, I think, are on the top ten list of the most. Of the of the most wealthy people in America, uh, they're not. I think only one of them is now because people like Musk, Daddy Musk, and them mm-hmm. they cleared out the fucking riffraff. Um, but like a top twenty twenty five list, absolutely, they're all in there. And yeah. that's a problem I have. I'm I'm don't get me wrong. I'm a capitalist full through and through, but I have a problem with the hoarding of wealth. What What do you like? People will be like, "Oh, there was a weapons cache found, and he had ten thousand rounds of ammunition." Yeah, and they look like a nut, and they're like. What do you need 10,000 rounds of ammo for? What do you need $4 billion for? Exactly. <laughs> Why? Right. I, if you could give me a million dollars, you can give me $1 million right now. I could never work a day. I, I could never work again for the rest of my life. Yep. And I could live extremely comfortably. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I've run those what numbers multiple times. It for, is very far, And that's even after taxes. What do you need wow. $1 yeah. billion dollars for? Yeah. $1 billion. Yeah. Dollars, a thousand times more than that. For those of what you, do you need to hold that? And your what do you think's gonna happen? What do you, how much of a rainy day fund do you fucking need? How much money do you need to hold in your bank account before you're like, I'm holding too much money? I should just invest it in something else. I should yeah. redistribute this wealth, yeah. not to give it away, but let's just fucking spend it in Fine. some way. Do something with it. Like yeah. Warren, how much money does Warren Buffett have? Um, how many billions of like, dollars does that guy have? For what? 80, 70, for what 75, 80 reason? billion he's worth? Like, I, that's why I love Daddy Musk. People go, he's like the richest guy. Daddy Musk has millions of dollars probably, but the real valuation of his wealth is in the stock and share value he that yeah. he has for options in the companies that he has brought yeah. to the forefront of yeah. American capitalism. Yeah. He doesn't have billions of dollars in his bank account. Yeah. He spends, he probably has more liabilities than assets in reality. Everyone. He actually leverages his own, his own. Yeah. Everyone talents. <laughs> I fucking hate Americans so much. Sometimes I'm getting myself so angry thinking about how stupid all of these people are. Oh, keep voting for the you know, vote Chuck Schumer in again, though. You know he's only been in Congress for thirty years. Yeah, yeah. Who was that other guy? The Republican, um, McConnell. The, McConnell. Mitch. Yeah, vote Mitch McConnell. Oh, uh, liver spots. Yeah, liver spots. <laughs> vote Mitch McConnell in too. Yeah. Oh man, that dude saw the turn of the century. Yep. And we'll just keep voting them in, though. Yeah. Just Give keep doing yeah. it. Just keep doing it. Just boom, boom. Well, don't, don't worry. Herpa Derp, here's a vote. When Pelosi, here's a vote. When Pelosi won speaker position again, she promised this is the last time. She said, nah, no more. This is the last time that I'm going to use my corruption and power to win. Um, but, yeah, so for those of you listening that don't understand the difference between a million and a billion, one million seconds is about 11 days. One billion seconds is about 32 years. And you can do the math on that. So when billionaires are just holding on to their wealth and the price of their gas doesn't go up and and their rent is the same and their Netflix account is the same, what do they need all extra money for? They're not fucking doing anything with it. Stop holding on to the wealth. Find a cause. Do something. Build some shit. See, I would just go out to a rooftop and start dumping like duffel bags. I would do so much. I would have. I would have a Joker parade. 
Like for the first Batman, 1989, Michael Keaton. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> put it into perspective for you this way. Google right now in U.S. dollar inflation from 2011 until 2021. I'm just curious. What it the is. last 10 years? Oh, let's do 2010. Yeah. It's lost like a thousand percent of its value. The last so let's do two th- inflation calculation from 2010 until 2021. I'm curious what it is. You want inflation? Yeah, I want to know how much the dollar has been inflated by what percentage. And you'll see in a second why I explain. 20%. So it's lost 20% of its value. Okay. So it's yeah. lost 20% of its value. Let me put something in perspective for all of you. Yeah. Listening. So in other words, purchasing power of $100. If you spent $100 on something in 2011, you would have to spend $118.94 today for that same item. So in 2010, when I got my first job at 15, 11 years ago. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the minimum wage in the state of New Hampshire was $7.25 an hour. Do you know how much it is today? $7.25. I bet you Warren Buffett's portfolio has gone up more than 18%. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And we'll just keep high, We'll just keep electing in the same officials that are just going to keep fucking you and just yeah. going to keep making you live in the American dream. Yeah. That's the problem with everything that's wrong in your life. It's not you. It's not your boss. It's not your job. It's not what you did in, in your life that's brought you to this point. It's the fact that so many Americans don't go out and vote. You have this golden opportunity in front of you to choose who you want to represent you to your country. You have that freedom. And so many people choose to not even do it and then choose to keep electing in the same person that kept fucking them. Unbelievable. It's despicable. We need the rocks to be president. We do. So many people are like, oh, I don't vote. I'm like, well, you're a fucking loser if you don't vote. I don't vote. You're, I don't. You're a fucking loser. You're a loser too. No. So I was going to vote for Tulsi all the way had she not been forced out by corruption. Um, and then all the Congress people just suck. There's no good choices. And I don't feel like picking for the, the lesser of two evils. Or I got to vote for this guy because I really hate this guy in office. They're all pieces of shit. Minus Tulsi. They- <laughs> Tulsi, if you're listening right now, come on out. Which you're probably not because you're a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a loser. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, they're all they're all pieces of shit. And everyone, I don't even know who the fuck ran against Pelosi, but they're pieces of shit. Like, all of them. Drain the swamp. Wipe the slate clean. Whatever you want to call it. Everyone needs to fucking go. Now, hold on. Choose and those you, words really carefully because there's you, a lot of wacko people out there that think that means something very specific. Don't mass murder Congress. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> All you who are heroes out there. No, everyone needs to fucking go. I don't know Did why you hear there's that no... The mic? <laughs> that was good. That was a deep... <laughs> that was my neck. <laughs> was and then bad. we build the fucking team from scratch and just start over yep. with a fucking fresh face. And we'll just see what, that, what happens. Because fucking why not? EMP 2021. Check Raj. Check Raj. Check Raj. Yeah. Right, do you want to... Wanna... Yeah, on that note. Yeah, on that Can note. We... Okay. Yeah. I think I'm going to keep flying off the handle if we don't just end it that, now. That's, that's fine. Save it. we got years to come. <laughs> Game file saved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice save point. In that note. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for everyone watching and listening, um, if you want to go to your local park and watch a battle royale between cats and roosters, <laughs> smash that like button. <laughs> 
because we'll get your old representatives out, and we'll get your new ones in that'll make that legal. And drink as much ice water with lemon as you possibly can. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Fucking losers. Losers. <laughs>